G'day everybody, welcome to Down Under Sigma. It is me, the coach, as always. And you might have noticed that my name over here doesn't say coach. What does that mean? It means I am role-playing, guys, and I will be talking you through all things Soulbound, but I can't do it alone. So let me introduce all of my guests. We have, as always, Liam, Shadowhammer, but not Shadowhammer today. Liam, who are you today? I am Dralef Darkraf, which is which we'll explain very soon who they are. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's who I am for tonight. So yeah, pretty keen. And how tonight. are you overall, by the way? Super tired, uni, work, hobbying. I've built 20 snakes and I am so sick of building snakes. I'm now just gonna paint the 20 snakes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm super tired. I've been like getting to sleep at like 2 a.m. after building snakes. So yeah, while watching- Can Avatar, you say snakes one more time for us all? Snakes. Were there any snakes in the avatar? Uh, yeah, there actually is some snakes in the avatar. Yeah, there are some snakes. <laughs> snakes. Like so snakes. Liam is in the party. So it's myself, it's Liam, and we have Max coming out of, what, Chicago? Um, uh, America? South, Southern California. California, Chicago. It's all the same at the moment. Yeah, it's close um, enough. No, it's, it's not. It's not. That's not. Chicago's got deep dish pizza. Um, how are you, mate? I'm doing good. Yeah. Who are you, by the way? Uh, what? <laughs> uh, so I, some people might know me. I'm Marl Fox on the Discord. Um, and today I'm playing Thamir Solis. I'm going to be a war priest. And by the way, I'm a, uh, a battle mage. So you've got uh, Liam, the witch elf. You've got Max, who's going to be the war priest. I am the battle mage. Uh, so we've got a little bit of a mixed, diverse group, which uh, I hope the combat isn't too hard because... Uh, Liam's going to have to protect us all, and that already is a bad situation to be in. Uh, the person who's going to be throwing us into the fire and guiding us through the mortal realms is uh, Luke, a.k.a. Cinder4Gaming, a.k.a. Dadhammer, a.k.a. Playtester of Soulbound. So he was one of the originals who got to play with this game before it got released and help us refine what's going to be an amazing game. And Luke's going to be our game master. Is that the term here? It's obviously not dungeon master, it's game master, or...? Um, yeah, Game Master. It's what we kept calling it. I can't remember what they actually put in the book, but... <laughs> they call it Game Master. Just, yep. just Legend. Just Legend. And for the people in the chat who are, who are whinging, like, where are the Stormcast? We, Max originally was going to be Stormcast, but we thought we would try to show off something that's going to bring uh, us together as a Soulbound unit, because the Storm, Stormcast is a little bit different when it comes to the, the synergy within the party. Um, this is a one-shot game, so we're just kind of be like demoing and learning, and Luke's kind of kind of got to guide us through a mission. So um, we're all quite new. Um, Max has run games in the past. Liam is quite new. I've played Dungeons and Dragons for a long time, so it's a completely different game system for me. So I think we're all learning because it's going to be really cool to kind of put some of the book into practice. But Luke, how are you, mate? I'm well, man. Um, doing pretty well. Bit tired. Been a back at work for the first week this week, so. But we'll get there. And you ran an awesome stream the other night as well. So if anyone else wants to see another version of the stream uh, in a completely different mission, go check out Cinder4 Gaming. Um, he had a really cool game with Ash McEwen, DJ, and uh, Andrew Bigwood. So that was a cool, cool mission. Um, so I, I guess, you know, before we get into the mission, I wouldn't mind just a couple of quick questions for the for the folks. And I'm sure anyone who's watching this, um, it's probably quite new to this, whether they've heard about Soulbound, whether they have picked up the PDF um, and they're looking at getting their first game or they have played their first game. 
Um, I guess, Luke, you know, being a playtester, being someone who's been close to it all, what is Soulbound and how how is Age of Sigmar Soulbound different to, say, other role-playing games? You know, myself, I play Dungeons & Dragons, so that's probably my reference point. Um, what is this game and, and how is it different to, to other games in the market? Um, so... I guess to explain, first of all, let's talk about what an RPG is. And so an RPG, RPG stands for role-playing game. And effectively what a role-playing game is, is it's a collaborative game where a bunch of people can come together, uh, generally a games master, dungeon master, storyteller. Uh, they have a very different names, effectively the role I'll be playing today, where I sort of lead the story. And I'll have players who are much, I'm as much a player as the rest of them, but I'll lead a story for the rest of the players to play out um, in however they see fit. I mean, there's there's literally anything it could be possible in this sort of thing. It's a true sense of like just telling a story is really what a roleplay game is at its core. Um, for those who've played Dungeons & Dragons, this will seem somewhat similar. Um, I mean, at its core, it is a roleplay game. It's a pretty simple one and very um, theatre of the mind based. And what I mean by theatre of the mind is you use your uh, imagination um imagination uh to express and see how um the game goes but uh the probably the key difference is this game was based to get age of sigma players to play role-playing games so we use d6 dice pooling systems rather than say your more common d20 you would know from dungeon dragons that's probably the biggest core difference Probably the other no the, the difference that I maybe may noticed was that um, again I, I, I've played Dungeons and Dragons I've played Vampire the Masquerade I've played GURPS I've played a whole bunch of games but Dungeons and Dragons has been the game I played the most since the nineties. The thing that I've kind of noticed a little bit as well is that in Dungeons and Dragons it's almost like that heroic mission right like you are an average Joe uh, being drawn upon in an adventure and, you know, you kind of grow with experience and challenge, right? You, you know, when you're at really low level, you are low level, you are a peasant with a couple of hit points, but it feels to me like this is almost like bringing together like the Power Rangers, the super best friends, the, you know, the Justice League, you know, some type of mm. almost you're, you're a bit better than the commoner um, and you're kind of being, I guess, soul bound. And um, uh, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess, yeah, you're a little bit more powerful and I guess you're, is, is that right? Yeah, so um, to steal words from Mr. Mephisto, uh, good buddy, and also a fellow playtester, um, the game is essentially very much you playing at the start. Your starting level would be someone like Teen Titans trying to become the Justice League. To put it, You're not quite the biggest heroes in the realm, but you're, you're still something quite decent. You're definitely not starting as a peasant in this. No, you're certainly not, you know, you're not some farmer who's been brought up into, you know, you've, you go into a, 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 a tavern and, you know, some random person's like, who wants to go on a quest to go kill something? And you all run off together. It's certainly a bit more higher above, but it's, it's exciting nonetheless. And you aren't immune as well. So uh, you can't, you're not Sigma, you're not a Lariel. Um, but I, I really like the rules, the book. Um, you, you, while the book is not out yet, um, if you buy the book, you get a free PDF, which is what we're using. So all the rules are in, in PDF form, um, and it's an awesome book. Um, guests, uh, Max, first, I might start off with Max. I hear from Liam oft, far too often. What drew you to Soulbound? Um, well, I've always really liked role-playing games. Um, me and my friends were actually in the middle of a um, Wrath and Glory campaign but our uh, DM was needing a break in around 
that time was uh, supposed to be around the release of the game, and we were pr waiting for it pretty for quite a while. But uh, they did a really good job with it. And then uh, I also play a lot of Age of Sigmar, so it, combining role-playing games with Age of Sigmar sounded awesome to me. And then uh, the artwork as well. Just all in all, just a really exciting book. And Liam? Uh, so as most people know, I'm a huge Age of Sigmar fan, if you guys aren't regular on the show. Um, but generally, the big thing for me is the artwork. I think what drew me the most um, I was going to get into Dungeons and Dragons, I think it was like late last year, early this year, and due to just like busyness and stuff. But then when this got shown more case more, and then they showed like the artworks for like Hag Queens, Cone of Hunters, Witch Elves, um, it drew me more to be like, I'm more excited for Soulbound just because it's like armies that I play on the tabletop and I kind of would like to be a character, like actually be that character, like inside the battlefield in a way. So that's kind of why I like picked a witch elf because I'm currently painting them and yeah, I'm just, yeah, the artwork really drew me because I'm just really into artworks and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and for anyone who's wondering my, myself, I'm going to bring up a picture that really screams true to me. Um, actually, I might even see if this, this works even better. Um, this particular image really drew for me. So um, for anyone who listens to this in a podcast later on, um, go into Google and type in uh, great, the great parch. P-A-R-C-H. Uh, it is essentially a map of Akshi, and um, seeing that Cities of Sigmar is mostly based in Akshi, depending on which city you go for, my, mine are, are sitting in Akshi. Um, when you look at the, the world and you look at Age of Sigmar, um, one of the biggest complaints in the early years has been the lack of maps, has been the lack of detail. But when you start looking at some of the craziness here, you can start seeing, you know, where Hello Heart is compared to Tempest Eye. You can see there are cities here like the Floating City, like Odessa, like um, Luminos, Bright Spear. Uh, then you've got all this stuff like right next to Anvil Garden. You've got, you know, there's this the, the Kindling Forest. And there's just so much rich, richest here that one for myself, for, for my, my own uh my own army i was able to go right how do i kind of unpack this and how do i bring this law onto the tabletop but two this particular map got me really interested and really keen to explore the model realms in greater detail and, and it probably was the thing that i was missing the most from warhammer fantasy battles was the rich maps the rich stories and I, I hope one day that, you know, White Dwarf brings me some battalions around Bright Spear and I get to learn more about the Steel Spike City and I get to find out more about, you know, the Titan works and I get to find more about the Skull Pile and there's just so much going on that, um, and that's just one of the eight mortal realms. So um, that to me was just amazing, just from a lore perspective and the gaming is a bonus. Yeah, um, something to add to that as well is probably something worth of note. Uh, unlike a lot of the previous sort of Warhammer-related RPGs that we've had, so mainly people would remember stuff from Fantasy Flight games like uh, Dark Heresy probably being the most widely known RPG they produced, but other ones such as Only War, Warhammer Set Fantasy 3rd Edition, uh, Rogue Trader and that such, is those RPGs generally suffered from a thing that they were actually written outside of Games Workshop, and they had no actual collaboration with Games Workshop itself. So they were always sort of just outside the law. They were never truly canon. Probably the biggest thing about this, and that map included, is that uh, Games Workshop has had a serious hand in helping write the law, design all the pictures, the maps, everything. Um, 
So you've had people like, obviously, Josh Reynolds, I mean, Age of Reynolds, uh, Nick Horth, C.L. Werner, and other notable uh, authors and book writers add to this narrative within Soulbound. So this is really, truly a part of the actual Age of Sigma lore, unlike other games that we've had in the past. Yeah, and, and that just creates so much opportunity from, from a White Dwarf perspective, a General's Handbook. We know there's going to be plenty of spare space um, with battalions and rules, and there's just so much they could do. Uh, and that's actually, we haven't even explored Gairan or any other realm. So um, I'm really excited. Max, Liam, anything else you guys want to add, or do you guys want to kick on and uh, get this first experience of, of Soulbound? I'm, I'm excited. I've got my dice ready. Um, I've even got my little themed... Um, uh, these are old dice from uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battles, the old Winds of Magic. So being that I'm a, a magic caster, I'm going to cast some fireballs. Um, I'm ready to go. So the one thing I can add on to is if you're anyone like me who loves painting as well, like I really enjoy painting plus size of the hobby, um, I actually read a fair bit of the like lore behind Ulgu and like what's going on in Ulgu at the moment because in this book, even though we explore Akshi, there's actually like bits and pieces of different bits of like other realms. Um, so what I've done is a lot of my inspiration for my current army that I'm working on now, which is Doors of Cain. My color scheme is pretty much based off what I've read about Ulgu and like Doors of Cain and like Malarian and stuff and just understanding like a whole bunch of stuff. And now I'm writing lists of what I've been reading inside the lore, like talking about like Deepkin that are like on the edge of um, Ulgu and stuff and like how messed up in the head they are and stuff. So like, you could actually in like a point of like age of sigma gaming kind of thing if you want inspiration for like painting list building or anything like that or make a strong competitive list and say it's a narrative read this book like i'm doing because it's really really good for that stuff so yeah that's one thing i like to add agreed uh, i'm building up my i'm building up my gargan narrative purely based off soulbound yeah that's so good. i'd say for me like the the thing i'm really excited for is that uh GW so far hasn't done a whole lot of concrete locations and like distances and things like that. Um, so, and as someone who really likes playing campaigns and stuff, um, I think, especially with my friends, I think it'd be it's going to be really fun to see how, like, if they start to have more of those like concrete locations in in different realms, it'll be really fun to set up campaigns and. Um, we actually are looking to possibly integrate this into some of our campaigns where like if your hero or your character in game recovers some item or something then like you it'll there'll be a general option and you'll have special rules and things love it love it there's so much opportunity for narrative gaming open gaming now ongoing like campaigns and leagues um list building basing um narrative ideas like liam's even narrative gamer that's how how influential this book is but um, if you are if, if you are interested in buying the book uh in the show notes there is the link to go buy it it's not an affiliate link i'm, I'm literally getting no money from it it's just a good book that i'd highly recommend checking out but i think at this point i'm going to hand over the reins to luke uh i'm scared to give the channel reins over to luke um <laughs> It was bad enough when I gave the channel reins over to Liam and, and Hayden one time to do a, a list review show. But Luke, you are our game master. Please, without further ado, kick us off and uh, don't kill me in the first five minutes. <laughs> I'll make it six. Um, 
before we go, I reckon everyone should go in the comments who's dying first. That um, everyone should leave that in the comments. Who dies first? I will try not to kill them, but who dies first? Uh, See, Anthony, Anthony's <laughs> the wizard. Max is the war priest. Liam is the witch elf. So yeah, jump in the comments. Let us know who you think's gonna die first. I, sh I should yep. point out, war priests are not nearly as durable as it sounds. Like, the, the, <laughs> the name is misleading. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could probably get rid of the war, and it probably <laughs> solves up much better. Um, <laughs> that is so mean. Alright, um, so, let's get into this. <laughs> um, you all awaken from a deep, deep slumber. And you find yourselves in a room with blue bricked walls and cast iron gates. You have no idea where you are. And you have no idea how you came to be in this small, little, closed, confined space. All you hear all of a sudden is this laughter, this cackling laughter over the top of everything. No other sound, just this booming, as if it's inside your very head. I have brought you here. Now... If you can find me and defeat me, you will have your escape, potentially. But first you must complete my trials and tribulations. If you ever dare wish to escape my silver tower. Who are you? And the voice ends. Silver tower. With this cackling. And the cast iron gate swings open. And a whirling blue portal comes about on the other side of it. The voice comes back. Enter now if you dare. Or rot in here forever. Well, Is that you, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> when the only path presented is forward, I guess there's one way to go. Be being yeah. a wizard, being a battle mage, can I... Um, do I know anything about the portal? Do I recognize anything... Um, any markings, any anything about the energy of this portal or what looks like a portal? It is quite clearly something chaotic, but it does appear to go somewhere, as if it's like a small realm gate, almost. I will check and see if either of the people with me are wounded, just in case. They both appear fine. Everyone appears to have literally just woken up completely refreshed from a Long, long sleep. I feel that. <laughs> Odd. So other than the gates, other than the portal, there's not a lot around us. We're just kind of trapped in a little dungeony type room yep. or hallway or something. And yes. there's literally one way to go, and that is into a portal. Yep. That's, that's what he's telling you to do. He's like... What's taking you so long, heroes? I thought you were made of braver stuff than this. Is there any well. rocks around us? <laughs> My, I just woke up a cat and if I like... There are no rocks. I, um... It, forces of chaos should probably be vanquished. So I'm going to step towards the portal and into it. I'm just going to follow as you the do, you, you just feel this pull as your body is warped and wrenched. 
and you appear on the other side of the portal in a realm much the same sort of layout as what you saw, but there are other doorways now, and there are passages everywhere you see. However, this realm blinds you with just piercing light. Everything shines a bright reflection. Like crystal? As if you were... Yeah, crystalline. As if you were... You might recognize the time you were in Haish. Things in here just remind you of it. Everything geometrically correct in how you feel and see. Does this place look familiar to you? I turned to the elf with me. And I assume I've gone in, by the way. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm just going to say, did we just leave our... Like, gonna sit here and, like, just be afraid of like, killing me. Like, I would, I'll eventually walk through the gate when these other two jerks go through. At this point, you're just like, oh, well, might as well. Uh, and so you can all just sort of think there's there's quite a few passageways. There's no real telling which way anything goes. The passageways go up, down, left, right, left, right. Um, it's okay. Pick away. Who wants to lead? Do we send the priest out first or do we send the witch elf out? I think the witch elf has to go first. Right. Okay. Yeah. Ladies go first. Um, I am probably going to say, so like, just to be clear, there's like staircases going to different directions. Just literally pick a direction you think you could walk and you could probably walk that way. Okay. I'm just going to start heading towards like upper right, like go uphill a little bit, but like towards the right. Um, and we'll just start walking that way. And as you begin your upward walk, right, those behind you can see your reflection. Of you going down south, directly down, as this room just appears to shadow reflections everywhere, but you continue on your singular path. Is everyone following? Yes, I'm going to yep. do my best to follow. What's that tapping, by the way? Is that like some narrative tap? That's his mouse. All right, cool. All right, some, some super loud mouse. Um, yeah, let's, let's let's follow along. I wasn't sure if like some, some narrative sound that's going to like the tap tap tapping of the crystal labyrinths or something cool yeah let's, let's so, keep moving forward right. and so you will continue up this little pass this stairwell for a short amount of time and eventually you enter into a new chamber and gears of light whirl around in the sky before you connecting pathways to different platforms from where you st currently stand. However, on the platform you currently stand, a portal opens to your left flank, and you can see five robed figures enter outwards of it. Let's go for initiative. So... Well, I think it's time we explained initiative and what initiative is for those at home because we're going to do some fighting. Oh, sick one. So, so for those who don't know, initiative in this game is determined is equal to your mind stats plus any levels of training in awareness and reflexes. So everyone should be able to have their initiative calculated from that. And would you please let me know what your initiative step is? I'm three. I'm initiative four. 
I'm initiative two. Sigmar may have given me a lot of bravery, but not a whole lot of intelligence. <laughs> All right. So, Magro, you will get to make the first strike, or Bruno, I should say, will get to make the first attack against these five sort of robed figures wielding a wicked variety of uh, swords and shields. How, how far are they away from us? Are they, they in are, the same they zone, are. or are they in a different zone? They are in your zone. All right, so if I was to cast, say, Fireball... Um, Am I going to hurt these guys as well? No, because you should have your arcane channeling where you can control where your fire goes. Sweet. I do have arcane channeling. In fact, I think I've got... Uh, uh, yeah, channeling. I've actually got two levels in training, one level in focus. Yeah. So you can control your fire and make it hurt who you want to hurt. Sweet. Well, I'm going to cast fireball at said jerks. All right, so we're going to make a test. So everything in Age of Sigma Soulbound, regardless of what it is, whether it's combat or out of combat, uses the same mechanic for testing. It takes whatever stat the skill you are trying to use is based upon, be that mind, body, or soul. Um, you then add any particular trainings into that, and this will give you a number of dice. So if you have, say, for a weapon skill attack, you have uh, my, uh, body... Two, you get two dice, and for every point of weapon skill training, you'll get another dice. So you have weapon skill training two, you've got four dice. Um, so, uh, and the last... I, yeah, go on, sorry. The last thing to add, you can also get focus in this game. Focus is effectively a plus one to a singular dice for every point of focus. If you have multiple points of focus, you can choose to either add them to the same dice or split them amongst your dice. And so, let's so, go for this. My roll. So, I get six dice for the for fireball. So, uh, four come from having a mind of four. Then I have uh, a channeling of two. So, that gives me six dice in total. Um, now, when I look at the spell um, for people playing at home, um, uh, the DN is five to two. So, what it means is the difficulty. I'm going for a five plus, essentially. And I need two of them. Um and then, obviously, I've got that focus, which means I can bring one of those dice up up one. So I can bring a four into it as a five. So uh, I'm going to roll my dice. What do I have? So I have a, a six. I have a five. I have two fours, two twos. So uh, I only I only need two, I only need, um, two fives. So I've got that. Um, and I believe there's a bit of after like, extra damage if I get um, a plus one. So... Uh, fireball. Uh, I'm certainly doing one damage to everyone. Yeah. Uh, and that is literally going to obliterate. As you swell your fireball in your hands, these arcane, these robed figures, just their cloth sets alight. You can see their bodies beginning to prickle and burn as you just set them all alight. Because you hit everyone in the zone, they are all now just falling down in agony as you've killed them quite well <laughs> take that jerks and there's also a minor hazard now i think there's little fires spot fires everywhere once again if you have the correct thing you can make that a uh, immune for your allies yeah cool um unless you want to burn liam um we are trying to kill him first um <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so do I? Do I get experience for that? Because um, so um, obviously no. in Dungeons and Dragons, you often get experience for killing killing something. Uh, no. So in this game, it's quite interesting. Is there actually is even no levels in Soulbound? Um, you generally gain probably a point or two of experience at the end of a session, um, but nothing really more. Anything more than that sort of can uh, lead to the your campaign's not lasting too long. If you give out 10 experience a session in this, you're, you're going to be fighting armies of terror guys in no time. Cool. Because so, yeah. when, you, when you build your character, folks, um, you do write some short-term and some long-term goals that will help you generate experience. But killing monsters um, like Dungeons and Dragons, for example, isn't necessarily going to generate you experience that gets you to level. So just one thing to consider. And as you burn these uh, figures alive, you can see more portals open up on the other pathways. So as these moving sort of uh, plinths continue to align with all the whirling gears of light, you can see more portals open and atop them more acolytes come out. You now have three acolytes on every other plinth that you're going to be trying to get to through these passageways. At the moment, you are currently in Zone 1, and the, all the other planets are known as Zone 2 to 5. Is that like a distance thing? Yeah, so they're all different zones. Now, the interesting thing on how this one is going to work is there's going to be a zone known as the pathway zone between every planet, and it will only be between two particular planets at a time. At the moment, it is between 1 and 2. So there is 1, pathway, and 2. All the other zones are considered long range. Okay. Cool. So at the moment, you can move on to the bridge zone if you so wish. Since I'm leading, yeah, I guess I'll take my first step in going through it. So you're going to move on to the bridge zone? Yep. Um, now, there's something interesting in this because everyone gets to do their activations is that you can have this thing called Metal in Age of Sigma Soulbound. It is effectively like a bonus action that you get. Uh, M-E-T-T-O-E. Um, not that sort of metal. But with this, you can uh, do extra actions. You regain a point of metal at the end of every turn, but you can spend as much as you have every turn. So if you have three metal, you could spend them all in one big hoorah, but you'd only get one back at the end of next turn. Cool, I've only got uh, one. Yeah. Most people should only have one, maybe two. I do, because... Yeah. So... Yeah. You shouldn't have much more than that at the start. So, Liam's going to use his action to move onto the bridge. So, do you want to spend any metal to potentially move into the same zone as the Acolytes, or keep your distance for now? Uh, let's do some metal, and I'll go in head first. Yep, and you could potentially attack one as well if you want to spend both your metal. Uh, I'm going to save it because I am... What is it? I have... No, I, I, I'm I just going to save it for now. Yeah. Cool. So Liam's moved up to the same zone, into zone two, so that means you're now on a separate sort of plinth. Yep. Um, and so that takes us to the Acolytes round because they are at initiative step three, and they're going to try and attack the witch elf who's just come and uh, rocked up in there, all in their grill. Um, yes. So, 
they are going to try and hit you. So when we are rolling for combat, you need to roll against two different sort of numbers. Everyone should have a sort of place on this thing called the ladder, and it will tell you how you need to work that out. Now, what is your defense on the ladder? Uh, great. You are great. All right. So let me just get pull my ladder up. Yeah, because I have some good reflexes. Awesome. And of course I can. So the ladder, we'll pull that up. You're on great, which means they are average, which means they're going to need fives because they're one better. This will be actually very similar to anyone who's played 40K or um, old Warhammer Fantasy. It's very similar to the whole, if you're plus one, you need, if you're the same, you need fours. If you're minus one, plus one, you're up and down that going to twos and sixes. Yep. So we're going to, they are going to need five. So we're going to have the three of them attacking you. So the first one is going to try and swing his cursed blade at you. Yep. He's got three and six and he swings and you manage to dodge it with your unnaturally swift reflexes. As the second one comes in, as you suddenly dodge, you manage to spin and do a pirouette around his blade as well. But lastly, the glaive is coming for your head. And lands a blow. Okay, that's not good. Um, do I so, know anything? At this point, no. So, what is your total uh, armor? Armor. Where is armor? Armor, armor? armor. I got light armor, like leather armor. She should have one point of armor. Yes. Which means why'd you're you, going to reduce. Why'd you Hagnar? So you're going to reduce the damage you're taking by one, but you are going to take two points of damage to your toughness. Okay, so toughness. Yep, cool. So, so I'm two currently... Wounds. Two wounds. Yep, so two... So I've taken two wounds. Yep. Yeah, so very interesting in this game that uh, toughness is sort of something you have to wear through before you start taking your wounds. Okay, so currently... So my total toughness, so people who are listening and watching, is seven. So now so I go down to five. Correct. That sort of has to get dropped down and then you start taking wounds. When you start taking wounds, they're bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But your armor will continuously decrease this. Yeah. So until your armor becomes broken in some sort of way. Yeah, then I just start believing in Hagna. Um. (laughs) Yeah. And so now we're actually going to Max. It is your turn. Are you going to go rescue the foolish witch elf that just charged in and then goes, ha ha, look at me, I'm pretty. And then you got smacked with a glaive in the face. Um, I'm going to move up onto the bridge and uh, use my bolster faith ability, which uh, creates a like storm winds around me. Um, And if any enemies, uh, so it would remove charmed or frightened if that were a thing right now, but it doesn't uh, or no one has that. Um, But if someone tries to move into that zone, uh, they have to make a uh, difficulty four one body athletics tests opposed by uh, my soul devotion um, and if they fail they can't enter the zone awesome so you're sort of just sectioning off the bridge yep oh, the aim is to try and section off the bridge yep alright make your test uh, it, for prayers do they just go oh, yeah. off or? yes sorry yep. my mistake yep. should just happen um, and so yeah yeah, yeah, we'll have to do that for the for, So we go. 
just so everyone knows how prayers work, um, prayers don't. Uh, some of them cost metal, some of them don't, um, but they yeah. don't require any tests. Um, a lot of times, if they affect the enemy, the enemy will have to make an opposed test against whatever the prayer is, which yeah. is uh, like a roll off against each other. Yeah, and you effectively your successes will negate their successes, and so as you said, an opposed test before one would mean. I would need to get a four plus, but on his opposed test, he would also not need to get any four ones to negate my successes as he's opposing it. So I need to beat whatever he rolls by a one four one. Gotcha. Alrighty. So we go back to the top of initiative order and we'll go back to our battle mage. Um, how long, how, so I'm looking at one of my spells and the, and the duration is one round. Is that one round of combat? Is that what that's referring yeah. to? Yeah, so it would be beginning to end if something was one round now. Sure, so in, in my next turn, that's essentially one round. Yeah. Um, is the bridge made of wood? No, it is uh, gears of light. Cool, so I can, I can fireball it. I'm, I'm tossing up between a fireball and a mystic shield. Um, uh, uh, Liam's not currently on the bridge. He's on an entirely different uh, plinus now. But the fireball's got a medium range, so I should be able to. Yeah, yeah, you can hit the other plinth where Liam is. Yeah, I can. I can help with Liam um, from from range. Well, I'm either going to mystic shield Liam, or I'm going to um, fireball his opponent. So, uh, I, I think being a fire mage, I have to go out and do, cast fireballs. <laughs> Alrighty, so six Put dice. Out, burn them out. Uh, oh no! Uh, oh no! I've got. I've just got enough. So I've got I got one, and then with a focus, I'm I've got my, my two. So, Alrighty, uh, they no, are going to oppose. They're going to oppose you, as there is enough acolytes to begin opposing you for magic now. <laughs> and so, the, uh, however, their mind is not great. So they're going to try for every. What is it? A f Let's see if they can negate. They negate two successes of yours. Okay, I only had two successes on that one. And they dispel your spell out of midair. Sneaches OP. Um. <laughs> as as Macro's fireball is coming at them, you can see all the acolytes all of a sudden just lend their might to each other and dissipate the fireball in front of them. That's, that's mine. Alright, so now we go to... Liam and Dralith. Yes. So, um, I've got a couple of talents that I just want to quickly. So I have, like, Relentless Assault, Blood Frenzy, and, like, Graceful Landing, Ampidectris, and Contortionist and stuff. Can I use any of those now while I'm attacking? Like, so, depending on what any of them do, yeah. So, so what are example, you trying to do? So, for example, Relentless Assault is where... I believe that a good defense is a deadly offense. So while wielding a melee weapon in each hand, which I do because I have double daggers, your melee increases into one step. Yeah, so that effectively puts you up a step on the ladder. Okay, cool. Sweet. So that so, means I would be tying with coach anyways. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. That's the initiative order. This is your attack roll. So instead of, say, needing threes, you'll need twos. Okay, cool. Uh, let's do relentless assault because I need all the attacks I can get. Yeah. Um, so then, with your abilities, anything like that will be just happening. They're all okay, static cool. effect. They just happen. Yeah. 
And then like Blood Frenzy, um, pretty much each slash of your blade and drop of blood spewing you onto more blood shields. So one on your turn, if you make a melee attack and deal damage, your melee increases to one step for your next attack. So it just keeps stacking. Yeah, so if you're, say, good now, your wielding two weapons will make you uh, great, and then you could be even higher again if you manage to do some damage. So pretty much I could be extraordinary. Yeah, you'll go from good to great, and you'll get to superb if you use the point of metal. And then you've got two medals, so you could always use another one and get to extraordinary. Okay, gotcha. Cool. Sweet. Cool, so I'm going to attack, and I'm just going to do Relentless Assault. Yep, so you're just going to make your basic attack roll uh, against the Karakakla. Is there any one in particular you want to target? There is the one with the glaive and the two with the swords where you are. Uh, I kind of like the glaive because he hit me in the face. Um, so he's going to take it back. Um, let's be honest, guys. We're not surprised here. Yep. So, yep. Got... so he his defense is average. Yep, and I am great. Yep, then... so which means you are going to need twos. Cool. Now, my weapon skill is two training and one focus, so I'm rolling three pool dice, and I add one. Is that right? For training? Yep. Add a dice to your pool for every point of training, and if you've got a focus, when you roll your pool, you can add one to a dice. So I need twos. Cool. Twos, and then if you've got a one, you can make it a two. Cool. Uh, I'm going to make... So I roll two ones... One four, one six, and one three. So I'm going to make one of them uh, two. So that is four hits. Four hits. So your damage, you should have your weapons up for your daggers. So it's just my strength. Um, plus success normally. Yeah, so plus S. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, so whatever the damage is. So does it have a damage value on the dagger? No, when I looked it up, it had no damage. Okay, so it's just success rating. Yeah. Um, so how many successes did you get? Four? Four. Yeah, so it's going to be four points of damage, which is just going to your daggers are just going to pierce through the heart as you just sort of put a dagger into the heart of this particular Karakakalite. Sweet. He did. He did. How many got there are around you? There's two. Two. Yeah. I'd be a little bit more afraid of him if the dagger to the heart didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But it's deep, so you don't know. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, and so we can now. You have any metal you want to spend this round to do any extra abilities? Uh, can I do spend one to do blood frenzy so I can go again? Ah, uh, you won't need us. Yeah, your blood frenzy will just happen. So now you're going to spend your point of metal. You can make another attack roll against a different yep. acolyte because you've got in the same zone, and now you're all of a sudden superb. So still twos but uh, also if you want to um if they're close enough together you can actually attack both of them one with each weapon if you want to split your pool yes now that is something interesting because you've got two so you could easily just go back back flip over the back and stab them both in the back of the neck the so <laughs> but you you have yeah so you split your pool into two lots of dice and then choose yep. where they go after you've split them Okay, so I'm going to be jumping because I am freaking a contortionist and epidextrous and I'm just awesome because I'm a witch elf from Hagnar. Um, so pretty much, I'm going to split three into one on my right and then two onto my left. So I'm going to roll yep. for the three at the moment. Yep, so you're needing twos and you can add one. So worth noting, roll both your pools at the same time. Just keep yep. them separate because yep. you've only got one point of focus. So you can only use a focus over the whole test. Okay, so I still, still 
They all succeeded. Yeah. Okay, all good. But yeah, so in that case, it's technically the same test. So if yeah. you rolled a one, you could put it on that one, on like the first one. So it's important right. you roll both, see see where the one comes up and choose where you want to add one to. Because if you rolled, say, two one, if you rolled your first three uh, together and you got a one and you chose to put your focus there before you'd rolled the other two and then rolled two ones and did nothing, you wouldn't actually kill the second one. Gotcha. But because you can see that if you had rolled the two ones on the second one, you can go, cool, one point of focus there, he did as well. And you make sure you get both. Gotcha. Well, I think I got both because I got three. Yeah. I got all five. Yeah. It, yeah. Not apparent, but it's worth yeah mentioning that's how focus works. It's over your whole test. You don't get a point of focus on each particular attack roll. Yeah. Gotcha. So as Liam just sort of leaps over after he's already stabbed this one in the heart and just uses the momentum of the body of this falling Karakakalite to flip over and gets the both of them slashing across their necks as they both fud to the ground. And Damn now sure. we'll go into now we'll go to the other Karakakalites. And at this point, they're going to move the bridge. So the bridge is now going to move away from being between one and two to between two and five. So it is now on the left. On the right-hand side. So there is no way for Mago to get off, or Bruno to get off where he is currently. However... Unless unless, uh, unless Bruno had fly. <laughs> Stupid Phoenix. Which he does. I don't have the, 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 the that fire Phoenix spell. I've got flight. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Stupid Phoenix. No, I'm, I, haven't, I haven't got the ash spell. I'm like, I can't do that one. Just basic um, fly. Yeah, it, it's, it's awesome. But, um, yes. we'll, we'll talk about that after. Um, so the bridge is now between, there's now another three acolytes in a separate zone to the bridge. However, Liam is on the other side of the bridge. So it's now connecting where uh, Liam was and a new zone. And you are obviously on the bridge. So you can move into the zone where there's another three acolytes if you so wish. Yeah, um, I'm freaking on a roll. So, Max, it's your turn. Okay. Oh, the, so the acolytes out. aren't taking any other actions? The acolytes' action was moving the bridge to where they want it to be. Okay. Uh, I will step onto the platform where the acolytes are. Uh, I'm dropping my um, prayer, by the way. I'm yep. not spending the metal for it. Um, and then I'm going to uh, shout, The Light of Sigmar shall burn you all away. Hold up my hammer and then use... Um, Light of Sigmar, <laughs> which is a prayer. Um, so this one cost me a medal. Um, and then I roll... Uh, so I roll dice, um, and it's a test 5-1. Yep. Um, and enemies in my zone suffer one damage per success. Go for it. So I get six dice, because I have two devotion, and I have uh, four soul. And I have two focus, so I get to add two to two separate dice. So that's three, four successes. So four damage to all of them in my zone. <laughs> As he just steps up, this blinding light shines out his hammer and you can see their eyes just burst with this unholy light. It enlightens their souls and sends their souls back to where they should be in the realm of death. And then I'll spend my last medal to move back onto the bridge. Awesome. And now we go back to the top of the order. So there are just six acolytes remaining on the other two 
platforms that are not connected to any bridge at the moment. And their uh, their zone is there. They're they're in a long zone. They're not in medium they're, range. They're at long range. Okay, so I can't. So my move, if, if obviously with my action, I can move and then do an action. Um, a move still keeps me away from spell casting, right? Yes. Oh yeah. wait, you'd be yeah, you'd be at medium, yeah. Like I'm still, I'm still gonna be outside of medium. Uh, if you got managed to somehow get into the middle zone, you could probably be at your range to cast a spell over to one of the other. Um, but I could cast a spell on, let's say, Liam, um, for example. Correct. Is Liam's all right? So I'm going to try to cast Mystic Shield on Liam at this point. Awesome. So Mystic Shield is a D DN of five and one. So I'm rolling six dice, looking for fives. Um, so I got so I got two passes. So I got a six and a five. I did get a four, so I can boost that up to a five um, with focus. So essentially what it means is Liam is going to have Mystic Shield for three rounds. Um, basic and what that basically what that's going to do, Liam, is um, your defense is going to increase by one for, for the next three rounds. So I'm superb. You're something. Um, uh, the, the Witch Elf is good, but she ain't no Hag Priestess. Um. <laughs> There's your Hagnar. There's your Hagnar. It did change her from having too much XP now. All right, so that's that's all I can do. So my 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 Mystic Shield, and that's it. So, uh, we then go into Liam's round. All right. So, is there a bridge near me that I can just like keep climbing up to be near the blood? Yeah, you could jump on the bridge. Yep, where Thamir is. Yep, you can just I'm simply go, step onto it. I'm going to go where Thamir is, because um, I'm just, like, starving for more blood, just because I am now going through blood frenzy. I'm sorry that I burned my foes away. <laughs> yeah, she's really, I'm actually really pissed off because I wanted those hits. Um, but... <laughs> yep, that'll awesome. be my turn. Yep, alright. The Acolytes are then going to try and move the bridge again. So they're going to bring the bridge now so that it sits between two and four. Okay. So it spins around, so they're moving you. And then they're going, as they do that, the other acolytes are going to try and attack the witch off by moving into a zone. Gotcha. Cool. So. They need sixes. Feel good. Tank for me, armor, the sorcery. They're going to come in, and one of them is going to swing with his cursed blade as he misses. Yeah. And another one comes in behind as you manage to do the limbo past the first blade. And I gracefully land. And then backflip and move out the way of the second blade as the glaive comes striking down yep. and crashes and hits the ground in front of you. Yep. They've all missed, so... So now we go to Max's turn. Is that me? Uh, I, I say very, uh, since the last time I stole the Witch Elf's blood and they got upset, I'll say you can have these ones and I'm going to use the Miracle Healing Spirit. 
uh, which is a DN test uh, five one, and me and allies in my zone recover one toughness per success. Uh, so I got a six, a two, and three or four threes, but I do have um, two focus. So I'm going to turn one of the threes into a five. So I have two successes. So Liam, you'll recover two um, points of toughness. I'm back to full seven. Yep. Awesome. And then we go. And then we go to back to the top of combat. So Bruno's turn. And that one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, Max, go on. Oh, I was just going to say that that is one of the ones that doesn't cost a metal. So I'm keeping my metal so I can recharge back up to two. Yeah. It's important to note that you can recharge your metal only back up to what you started with. Can I, can I cast an extra spell with metal or what What can I do with metal? Yeah, yeah. Yep. You can. It's literally another action. Sweet. So what I might try to do is I might try to cast flight. So I'll try to fly, and then I'll yep. use an arcane. I'll, I'll, I'll cast a fireball from 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 the heavens. Awesome. Uh, so flight is a... <laughs> what? I just love it. He's like, yeah, I'm just gonna fly and just be like rain down on me. Hadouken, Hadouken. All right. So flight <laughs> is uh, is a, a DNN of four and one. Um, so I rolled uh, a six, two fives, two threes, and a two. So I have flight for three minutes um, because I've got two additional successes. That's such a long time. It's a long time. Um, and a while. Uh, just, yeah, rounds are six seconds, um, just like in D&D, or that's the suggested round time. So, yeah, that's a long time. So, and then I'll then I'll do a little bit of my movement as I'm allowed to, and then I'll cast a fireball at the zone where the acolytes are. Yep. <laughs> oh god! I rolled two sixes, uh, a five, a four, okay. so I can boost that four into a five. So it's damage four. Oh yeah, they are. They are just obliterated. There's not even like bodies left as they just en- be enveloped by the f- power of this fireball. He rolled a six on the mortal wounds, and they turn to nothing but ash. Can I like we just say game. quickly, can we just say it's been now twice in a row where both my kills have been stolen from me, and I'm quite uh, uh, off. <laughs> I mean, quite, yeah, I've got more kills than you. I, th- I, I thought you were going to watch her like, her, like, eye twitch as she's, like, standing oh, yeah. as there's just smoldering oh, yeah. bodies. She's literally, she's literally turning her back around to um, Bruno, just being like, are you goddamn kidding me? You can turn your back, but I'm in the sky. I'm flying. <laughs> like, doing backstrokes and, and breaststrokes and, like... Alrighty. So, we're then going to go into the uh, now combatless uh, Witch Elf's turn. Um, I'm just going to move up to the next platform um, and just wait to see what the Acolytes do and be prepared. Um, She's ready to fight. Yep. Um, Just sitting on the bridge. Um, She's probably probably sitting down on the ground, just waiting. Patience is, uh, is a virtue, but not one you like having to have. Um, we're then going so one of the acolytes unfurls from beneath his uh, cloak you can see this small bird is going to fly out and try and attack you yep awesome bring it Uh, on it's going to try and peck the wizard out the sky this is going to make an attack (laughs) as it's it's, uh, this brightly coloured vulture like bird just comes swooping down 
Uh, what is your defense on the ladder? Hot garbage. <laughs> uh, it's 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 poor. Um, d- does reflex come into play here at all? No. Does intuition come into play here? <laughs> what about oh, determination? Well. Oh yeah, by the way, I've got a griff hound I've completely forgotten about <laughs> so far. I, I didn't want to say anything, but I was wondering where and how has the griff hound gone. Yeah, just... my griff... Hanging out on the first. Platform. He's still in the first room. Ra- He's still in the first room. Um, He's through the portal. <laughs> oh dear! Right. So poor. I well, do. Have, I do. I have a poor defense. All right. Well, good thing that a Volchak is only average. Um, so it's needing threes. Um. Well, I got three successes. Um, so it's going to do three minus your armor points. Of damage to your toughness. Uh, so my <laughs> toughness is seven. My armor is one. So you're going to take two points of damage two to your damage. toughness. Cool. So I'm from seven to five. Yep. Um. Then. So we're now going to go to the priest Thamir. Um. Since there's no one, they haven't moved it, the uh, bridge. the bridge into a place where I can attack them. I'm going to remain on it, um, and I'm going to shout at one of them, uh, "Which god do you serve?" Um, and I'm going to try to use my prayer, unburden thyself. Oh no, that's only range short. Never mind. Uh, I'm gonna chill on the bridge. I guess I'll use um, bolster faith again. So if they try to move onto the bridge and attack me, they'll have to try to move past the winds yep uh and then we go back to the top of the turn and bruno who's now that... fighting a bird can i cast spells in combat yeah i, I can cast like an arcane bolt at this stupid bird yeah <laughs> all right well i'm gonna cast arcane bolt against a stupid bird um so i'm going for fours um and i only, only need one success You didn't succeed um, anything, didn't you? Uh, no, the opposite, actually. I got a six, four fives, and a three that I can boost up to a four. So that's six damage. <laughs> that bird's um, dead, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that bird is so dead. Um, have you ever seen what happens to a seagull when it eats an aspirin? Because that's what happened just about now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Poof. Um, as he brings down his quarter staff, I believe you have. Yeah, I do have a quarter stuff. Yeah, yeah, just you don't even see where the bird goes. All you know is it's probably still falling and plummeting towards the ground, wherever that might be. Stupid it's, bird. It's your griffhound's food now. Yeah, so my griffhound's now going to like eat its face. Um, and so we go to uh, Dralis' turn. Yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm just waiting to see what these accolades do because I am bored. <laughs> uh, she's getting really tricky right now. She's juggling just like her knives. You're just pacing back and forth, like. Oh, hundred percent. I'm just pacing and I'm juggling my knives, just waiting. Alrighty. So the acolytes are then going to move the bridge towards them, and they're going to try and attack the two characters on there. Now, to enter your zone, what is the negative they have to take? Okay, so in order to try and enter my zone, they have to uh, make an opposed DN441 body athletics test. 
opposed by my soul devotion. All right. So first one, get. So roll your test against them. Um, so I got a two, three threes, a four, and a five. But I have two focus, so I can go up to four successes. So they can't enter your zone at all. None of them can. The winds of uh, Sigmar push them away. As they just stand there. So now we go back at the top of the turn and into the wizard's turn. Uh, I think we know what, what, what uh, I'm going to do. Wait, is it? Oh, wait. Uh, no, I sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Max's turn. Thamir's turn. Completely skipped him because okay. it was all his thing that did the thing. Um, People are saying in the chat, by the way, Liam is Darth Maul. He's not that cool. Um, uh, since I have confidence that the wizard will eliminate the remainder of these foes, um, I'm going to move into range with them and uh, ask them which god they or ask whichever one looks like he has the most authority. I would guess the one that threw the bird literally gave the wizard the bird. Um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get. Uh, Ask him what god he serves and um, use my unburden thyself um, uh, prayer, which I pick a target in short range, um, and they must make it an opposed soul determination test versus my soul devotion. Uh, if I succeed, they must truthfully answer a number of questions equal the difference in successes. So I guess I can ask them a weird number of questions. Well, they didn't get any successes, so tell um just roll one. <laughs> can, can they be like the Monty Python questions? Like, what is your name? What is your favorite color? What is the, sp the speed of a... Of a uh, so, I mean, I got four successes, so I could ask them a weird number of questions. So I'm going to ask what god they serve, um, how they got here, what their favorite color is, and how they feel about dying. <laughs> you know, that, that's what's, what's, what's your favorite fireball? <laughs> um, all right so let's let's go the first question what god do they serve uh, the lord of change uh second one was uh, how did they get here uh we just the portal yeah, that's fair enough it's my it's my first day answers one of them um <laughs> <laughs> this is my first day on the job. This is definitely the prayer of Karen. <laughs> uh, what were the other two questions? Um, they, I asked what their favorite color was and how they felt about dying. Uh, death by anything other than fireball, please. Um, and favorite color, certainly not red. Um, <laughs> and shout out to Omni as well in the chat who said, uh, "Who the prayer of Karen is, who is your manager? Do you have pet insurance? <laughs> Do you have pet insurance? Um, actually, I guess since I have metal, uh, I'll just say I'll give you your wish and use Light of Sigmar. And I'll spend my spend my other metal to uh, make it so it ignores armor. Ah, uh, benevolent. Uh, so I got three successes. Um, Is that... Three damage ignoring armor. As they just accept their non-red death, um, <laughs> as their uh, souls are burnt away. Again, Dralip over here is really pissed off right now. <laughs> this is like the full time. I gave them some mercy before being eliminated by fire. <laughs> oh dear. 
How so, many more are there? They're all dead. You killed them oh, all. Okay, cool. Okay, sweet. Well, they killed them all. You didn't really do much. Um, <laughs> I did three. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> I killed a bird. Give me a gold medal, Sigma. I killed a bird. You did good boy. It, it, it. Yeah, this is a this is a good time to point out that going slow is not always a bad thing. Sometimes going after all of the enemies can be helpful. Yeah, it does. Yeah, um, it's interesting to note that, like unlike other games, the initiative order is set, so you can plan out your sort of moves and stuff. There are alternatives mm-hmm. to it. Uh, there actually, Liam, there's an action that. Uh, just so you're aware of it for next time, where you can set your initiative to the top of the initiative order. So if you're not doing anything, uh, you can set it up to the top, so that way, um, if they take an action, you can, or you'd be the first one in order. Um, and it'll, you'll stay there until the, another person takes that action. Okay, what action is yeah. that one? I mean, I'm just going to do that. Um, it's on... What's it called? Seize the initiative. Yeah, um, it's on page one forty-four. Yeah. yeah, there's a whole bunch of different actions, and rightly brought up now. If you do have this character who you want to get into combat and it just isn't doing it, this is a great way to sort of just make sure you get some of the fun. But don't worry, we've got plenty more fun to come yet. Uh, I will be right back. Um, you guys can continue on. I will return shortly. All right. Sweet. So we've cool. killed all of those. We have the cogs, the cog bridge. Uh, it's stabilized. And you can see can see the portal now behind on the plinth of where those last few acolytes were is still open. Is there anything else in the room? Like Dungeons and Dragons has always taught me search for traps, search for treasure, basically loot the room. Um, your natural wizard senses, uh, you could potentially do some sort of magical sight test if you have it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got, um, so depending on what you want to talk about, I've got Arcana, um, I've got Intuition, um, obviously everything else is untrained. Yeah, um, um, let's go, let's go with Arcana to see if you can sort of start to understand the room and where you are. Just, uh, make a, make a roll on your Arcana test and we'll see how much you are managing to gather through a bit more clarity in the area. So Arcana would be Mind, so that's four. Yep. Then Arcana, I've got a train is one, so I've got a five, and I've got a focus of one. Yep. Uh, is that was that what I'm doing? Yep. Um, so I rolled two sixes. I don't know what the dice roll would be for this, but I rolled two sixes, a two, and a, a two, two sixes, two twos, and a one. So you yeah. Alrighty. So through your sort of you realize you might actually be able to control the bridge somewhat with some magic and potentially use it to take you down into the lower depths. Do I know how to do it or is it just, you know, use your hands. Hands. like just chat, like, just, you know, like channel, channel some magic and hope for the best, like yeah. Kumbaya and you're, you're pretty sure using your magical might, you might be able to bend this uh, light bridges abilities to your own needs to either take you up or down can i give that a try do we, do we want to go up or down up i feel like I'm, the only way is up up is always better yeah cool uh i, I want to go up how do i how do i make the test or do i have, even have right. to make the test 
No, no. Um, so your magical power, you sort of just step on. And while you're focused, you can't do much else and you can't cast any other spells while you're controlling the bridge. But you manage to make it sort of rise with your allies and pick up your two allies if you choose. Um, yeah, I think and they, my dog. they're both and my grief, and your dog. And my grief hound. <laughs> and goes just back down, picks up quick, Quickly go back, pick up the grief hound, and we continue on, rising up. Until you see this sort of well, this hole in the top of the room, and you go through it, and it's as if you're coming out a well into this cobblestone chamber. Now, uh, cavernous walls with like rock and fungus growing out the sides. Back down through the well is the way you came with all the gears and the platforms and stuff, and now you're in this cobblestone room. Liam as our fearless leader. I'm just going to keep moving forward. As you enter, and so you can. This place smells dank. It smells wet and uh, lifey. My my face is covered in blood. I can't smell shit. Can I can I cast Mystic Shield on Liam before we continue? Yeah, because <laughs> we all know that Liam's going to do something stupid. No I'm more. Uh, yeah, I've got it. Uh, I'll, he'll Can he'll I have say, it for... My crew just doesn't even bother rolling. No, no. Oh, it matters. No. Yeah, miscasting. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, if, you, if you if you fail, you, you yeah. Uh, I, I I guess I will also maintain bolster faith for the time being. So if we yep. start if we start combat, I'll start with one less metal. But I'm I'm still juggling my knives, waiting. You're an OHNS hazard. That's what work says. Alright, so this cavern seems to continue on and wind around for a bit. It it starts to smell wet. You can see water dripping from the roofs and stalagmites and stalactites all around you. And the fungus seems to be getting both more plentiful and larger as you continue on. And you can hear all of a sudden this just sort of heavy breathing coming from further down the pathway. Almost snoring. I am not. I'm going to drop bolster face and make sure and put the storm winds down. (laughs) I'm just getting prepared. You can hear this loud just as you can go. I've I, I was just going to say, I've got Axquishian Coal, which uh, helps illuminate um, an additional zone. Can I can I see where the snow is coming from? You can see just piles of rocks, some larger than others. Nothing really sort of stands out to you. Just these stalagmites and stalactites all around the place. But you definitely, you can, the snoring sound is just getting louder and deeper and more guttural. Oh, Liam. I'm just keep, I'm just like wandering around looking at it and I'm just going to try and see if I can find that beast. Max, what are you going to say? 
Oh, I, I'm gonna follow, but as, but quietly. All right, both uh, Drellith and Thamia make an athletics test at two four. No. Do I roll one dice or two dice? Uh, yeah. Athletics. So, what is your body? body My body's three, athletics. and I have one training and one focus. Yeah. So three. roll four dice. Yep. So roll four. Yep. So your stat plus the training. And you can yeah. add one to any single dice because of your focus. Okay, so what am I looking for? Uh, so you need two fours. So a two-four test means you require two four-pluses to succeed. Uh, I'm gonna. So I rolled a six, a three, and two ones. So with my focus, I'm just going to make that three into a four. So Liam I'm manages good. to quickly dodge out of the sort of snare that uh, almost entangles his foot. But Thamir is not quite as lucky, and he has quickly ripped off his feet and caught in a net on the roof of the cavern. Good job, man. I wore pants under my robe. And all of a sudden, from behind you, you can hear this chittering and gibbering louder and louder. And you can see in the distance these red glowing eyes. Bring it on. And let's go for initiative again. One. <laughs> All right, I'm guessing I'm going to seize Two. the initiative. <laughs> no, you can't. Do so you have to use that as an action? Yeah, yeah so, so oh, I'll, okay, go, I'll, I'll go first, and then in yeah. your first turn, you'll seize the initiative, so you won't do anything. But yep. then the next turn, you'll be at the top. That was actually one thing I had a question on. If you can you spend, like, you can take two actions and then use your medal to seize the initiative? Yes, because it's an action. Yeah. Cool. It's just cool. yeah. Uh, I don't know what's coming, so I'm just gonna I'm just going to I'm just gonna Mystic Shield Liam. Oh, oh no, maybe I should Mystic Shield Max because he's got a vine around his leg. How he's high? in a net. You're he's about net. he's above. Yeah. He's You're about there. two meters in the air. Just hanging out, swinging back and forth. Yeah. Um, and actually, we'll get you before we do that. So now that you've been ensnared, um, me we'll get you to make a body test for me. At uh, the one and a six. So you're going to take one point of toughness damage as you sort of just get a nasty, quite a gash from a bit of the. Uh, savage rope these creatures of whatever it is have ensnared you in i'm down to eight of nine toughness if i if i cast flight do you think that i could fly and untangle max like does that look achievable you would have to use two actions because you'd need to both fly and then use something to get him down yeah, but yeah, like, but metal. like, but but that looks achievable. It's not like it's a big metal yeah. chain or like it's it no, no. It's 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 like wet wet rope of some sort. All right. In that case, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast fly, and then I use my metal to the end to to, to do that do that action. Yeah, yeah. Use a slight incantation, fire yeah. or something. Yeah. Something. Take a test. Uh, sweet. So uh, I've got fly for uh, three minutes. Uh, oh. Four minutes, actually, four minutes. Uh, when I when I use my focus, 
So I've got three fives, a three. Um, so I'll boost the three to a four. Um, so I've got fly, and then I'll use my medal to uh, to then fly up and um, basically free free max. Cool. So yeah, and then your medal, you just sort of light a small little fire to snap thing. Um, we'll get Max now to make an athletics test at two four though. I rolled a four to, or a five out of three, so. Nope. Nope. Uh, so take another point of toughness damage as you sort of land a little bit awkwardly. Doesn't quite stick the landing. How much toughness do you have left? Uh, seven, because I took iron will, so I get to add my, um, I think it's half my soul to, I'd have to remember exactly, or no, it's my devotion. I get to add my devotion to my toughness. Alrighty. I figured since my defense sucks, I should probably have a lot of wounds. Yeah. Alrighty. So, we're now going to work out the initiative order. So, sorry, just checking my initiative. Um,. So, uh, initiative three, Liam, you can now see in the distance these hooded figures approaching you on one side. How many hooded figures? So there are five hooded figures to your south, the way you came from, and there are yep. three hooded figures to the north of where you were heading, where the um, okay. snoring was coming from. Okay, I'm going to start running towards the three because I feel like I can take out those three compared to the five. Yep. Uh, so, as you do, time to make an athletics test as they let something loose from amongst them. Yep. So, uh, so it will be an opposed athletics test, so just make a test at uh, one four. So, yeah, I'm good. Two fives. Yep, you managed to dodge out the wrecking ball of teeth that lunges out from amongst these creatures. Squeak. And now Squeak. is clearly locked in combat with you. Awesome. So you I can now make your to... attacks against that thing. Okay. Sweet. So that will be five attacks. Uh, I am currently great. I'm guessing this is Poor. Uh, yes, they are poor. So, yep. Twos. So twos. Uh, that is five successes. Yep. Um. So that how much damage will that do? Five. So it's just oh yours is just yeah. So you're not going to kill it because it will go down to zero and not be dead. So how about blood frenzy? So can I go again? Yep, if you wish. Squirt into my eyes. Yep. Yep. And that is also five successes again. So now it's dead. (laughs) I need to know for science, do squigs make like the balloon thing when they die? Or they just... (gasps) This this one does. Um... (laughs) Sweet. Now I'm covered in blood. And however, there are three grots still around behind it. Yes. But the squeak, importantly, is dead. If you heard our stories about them, that's good. Um, 
And so now we go into uh, Thamia's initiative step. Uh, I am in Bruno's uh, zone, right? Your Liam is currently in... So the zone Liam in will call zone 1, you guys are in zone 2, and there's zone 3, which is back the way you came. Okay. Uh, I am going to use my healing spell, because you still have damage from the bird, right? Me? Yeah. I, 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 only, I lost two hit points. Okay, so I'm going to use um, Healing Spirit again, uh, which I get two fours, two fives, and a six. So uh, I heal us. Uh, I'm going to turn two of those fours into fives, so I heal us each for five toughness. Cool, so they're both fully healed. Uh, anything else yeah, you wish to do in your turn? Um... Yeah, I might as well use my metal. Uh, I'm going to use a metal to cast, uh, or to use my bolster faith again um, to protect my zone and the wizard zone from uh, incoming creatures. Yep. And so now we're going to go into the grot's turn. So the ones, we'll try and get the ones that try and enter the zone, so they have to make a. Body test to try and get in? Yep. Body four opposed by my devotion. Alright, so they're going to try and make a test. This is... Don't even bother. Um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, however, do roll your test because something else is now going to try and jump out. Okay. Mangler squeak. Uh, squeak. I, I got a test of... Or I succeeded three times. Oh, wait, that's DN4. Never mind. I succeeded four times. They <laughs> succeeded five times. Oh no. As this thing is going to jump out. Boing! Smash. So now we're going to use the Squeak's special ability. It can choose to jump at a target at long range. So it can choose pretty much anyone it wants to at this point. But it's going to jump at the thing that tried to uh, do something nasty to it. So it's going to jump at the priest. So it gets to make a Fangfield more attack. However... If the attack hits, it will deal double damage and will knock the target prone. Luckily, you healed five. Yeah, back up to nine. I thought that was overkill. And it will have piercing. Oh, sorry. Yep. It has piercing, so it will knock one point of armor down. Okay. Uh, does, uh, it, does it rend it away, or is it just for ignore one? point just ignore one okay uh so it's going to get four successes so what is your armor minus one? Zero. so you're going to take six points of damage <laughs> down to three it's a squeak just rocks out now the grots into the witch elf one of them is going to try and throw its... And you're also knocked prone on the ground. So one of them is going to try and throw a barbed net at the witch elf to try and restrain her. Yep. Do I make an agility test? Uh, trying to dodge it? Nope. So it's you're just going to throw... something at me. Okay. You can try. We'll let you have a try. Go for it. You can do an opposed test to try and jump out the way of the net. Uh, two successes. Alright, so they need to get all the successes through. Uh, what is your defense? It's currently 
We'll say Mystic uh, Shield will be in its uh, last. It's, it'll be superb. That's right. So, they, so they're going to need uh, sixes. So if they get three sixes, they're going to restrain you with a net. But they only get two. <laughs> and so you are not restrained. However, the other ones are going to try and stab you with their spears. Yep. So, so superb. And the first one misses as you just sort of dodge your way out of that one. And the second one lands a hit. And what is your armor? My armor is one. And my so you're going to take one. So you're going to take one. two points of toughness damage. And now we're going to go back to the top of turn. Liam, did you seize it? Fireball. No, I didn't in the end. Ah, uh, because you said you were going to. Um, all right, well, to, but... I, I, I feel like the only answer here is fireball. <laughs> Uh, the chat the chat has been very angry at me using spells like fly and mystic shield and not enough fireball so I will cast a fireball why can't Wait. we get the griffon to fight the squig oh I wish I wish you guys could see this dice roll um put it this way six damage <laughs> I rolled yes I roll I rolled one six I rolled uh five fives so so answer to answer, to answer Omni in the chat, yes, dodge is factored into your defense and all that stuff. However, rule of cool should always be used in a game. And so Liam's character is super athletic. There's no reason why he shouldn't get to play in something, especially with how he's been dodging all game so far. It just makes sense. Yeah. Like, no. and, that, and that is always the end rule of every RPG. If it makes sense, go for it. Yeah. To me, it makes sense that you're going to try and dodge the net even better. You're a witch elf, you've got good dodge. Yeah, I'm on a contortionist. Yeah. So, anyway, oh, so, sorry, mate. Sorry, 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 sorry. The fireball damage should be five, because, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, the DN is a, a five two, and then yeah. once I've got my two, anything above that is the plus one damage. So, that really should be, sorry, when I say, uh, so it should be five damage, not six damage. Yeah, correct. Yeah, if you've got a two test, it's every success after yeah. Yeah, you that make was, yeah. the test. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it's fine. Because arcane bolts are four one, fireballs are five two. So, um, so it's five damage for me. Can't remember what we were using in playtesting. There's some, there's some like six one, and there's a seven one spell out there as well. There's some I, interesting. I, I, I want to try infernal blades, which is a five three, um, but that that might be another combat. <laughs> but um so sorry which way were you going were you going to the grots around Lim or the grot the squig currently in your zone or the I'm grots the, down south i'm going to the squigs in my zone all right so he is still alive at five damage is he looking wounded oh he, he he's not um not looking good he's uh severely burnt but very angry and he's uh, starting to really look angry at you. Well, like, oh, I was going to say, I fly, and I'm like, oh, wait, it can fly too, probably. <laughs> it, yeah, there's not. Um, they can bounce up to 100 feet. So I can't get away from this, even if I <laughs> wanted to. Um, just, yeah. 
to put. There's a reason why in actual Age of Sigma they fly. Cool. All right, that's my turn. So I've done my fireball. Um, um, oh, can, so... can, I, can I can I move closer to the ground so that if I did fall and get hit, I'm not going to like try to take yeah. too much damage. No, that's that's simple enough to easily do. Um, so we're going to go into Liam's turn. You have three grots around you. One with a net, yep, two, three with around me. two with poking spears. So I, I'm going to go for the one in the net first, um, just so I don't get stra- um, like restricted. Yep. So I'm going to roll. I am currently... I am uh, great at the moment, and you are poor, I'm guessing. Uh, average. There's two of them. Oh, wait, the net? The net? Poor. Net's poor. So I'm going to go in and go for him. And again, I got five successes. As um, it tries so... to throw up its net in the way your blade just slashes clean through the net and clean across its face. Um, poor little thing. It does not have a nose anymore. Yep. And then he's dead, and now I'm going to go for Blood Frenzy. And now since I'm Blood Frenzied, I'm going to go for the other two, and I'm going to split my attacks. Yep. And all of They are now average, though. They are now average, these yep. two. So three go on to the one on my left, and two go on to my right. Yep. Oh, oh, so you got your successor? No, 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 no. They're dead. Um, okay. It's worth no- worth noting at this point in the game as well that like the minions are supposed to die. Like They, they do nothing. Um, well, they don't in big swarms. They can be quite deadly, but they're meant to die. They're meant to make you feel like a hero. These characters, like most minion sort of level things like Grots or Karakakalites or have just one point of toughness and they're meant to just sort of die in droves and make your heroes feel like they're killing lots of things. They, they can uh, be dangerous, but yeah, they, they are. Yeah. yeah, they can be quite dangerous if you don't take them out and go fight big groups, but most of the time you will just kill them in droves. Yeah. All right. But... Um, and, and, that, and that's probably the good difference between that and D&D, where D&D, this might go for a couple of rounds, you know, as you're trading barbs, but um, I guess we're, we are larger than life. So yeah. we are killing, we're killing more than you might see if in a different game. Yeah, and even, like, your big boss fights will still go pretty quick compared to what you would, like, you're fighting a dragon in D&D, that's a whole session. Yeah. This, a boss fight, will still only be three, four rounds of combat, really. Just, to, just so I know whereabouts I am. So where I'm standing and I took out those grots and whereabouts are um, Bruno and Thamia standing? All right, so you're in zone yeah, one. You're effectively okay. you're effectively the furthest part away. You were where you were heading. They are where they were. And then you've got the five grots behind them now coming from where you were. Okay, so am I a short distance or long distance? Short distance away from them. So could I spend one metal and throw a dagger to finish up that squig? Uh, if I see him going to do that, I'm going to call for him to hold this blade. Okay, cool. Let's do that then. I'm going to try, and then you say, hold my blade. Yeah. Is that right? Cool. Yeah. Go for it. Uh, I'm going to use Unburden Thyself on the squig. (laughs) Uh, because if it's successful, I get advantage on a pose test for social interactions. Are you going to try and talk to the squig? Oh, I'm going to try to get the squig as a mount. I'm going to really <laughs> <keep> yeah. 
he's 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 heavily wounded. I have rations. It specifically gave me rations, so I have food and I can heal him. And I think between that and then the uh, the unburden thyself, I think I think I can get there. More importantly, if you if you're able to get this squig as a mount, I think this this campaign turns from a one shot campaign to an ongoing campaign. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. Uh, Okay, so opposed soul devotion versus my soul devotion. Oh, what is it? Oh, dear God. Well, yeah, it didn't didn't do nothing. Uh, I got like six, yes, five successes. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, it got nothing. So uh, now, um, so for everyone watching, uh, the way advantage works is you get plus one to every dice. so it, it's essentially like being a step higher. So like it, it, if you get plus one to every dice uh, that you roll. Um, so if the test is like a four or five, then if you roll four, it becomes a five, etc. Um, so that was so that. To get this straight right, you're riding a squig now? Uh, not yet. I'm, I'm going to try to befriend the squig. Um, I'm going to uh, free action pull a ration out of my bag. And beast handling to try to offer it to the squig. Please do. All right, please go for your test. All right. Uh, to beast handle a squig, uh, we're going to make this a three-five test. Three-five. I do get to add one to all the dice, so here we go. Oh wait, how's soul fire work? <laughs> one sec. I am going to use Soulfire to achieve the maximum number of successes on the test if everyone in the party is okay with me doing this. Yes. I am totally okay with this. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but you must pet the squig and rub its tummy. Um, and then it, it, if, uh, if the squig's taking the ration, I'm going to slowly put my hand on its head and use my healing spell to, to heal the squig as part of the, the animal handling. To turn it onto my side. Luke seems so pissed off that this is happening no, right now. No, no, no. Oh no! All uh, right. So, what is your spell? What is your healing prayer called? Uh, it is. Ah, sorry. Um, this one is one of the generic ones. It's not a Sigmar one. It's called Healing Spirit. Um, the power of your god washes over you and your allies and heals your injuries. Uh, you and allies in your zone recover one toughness per success. Sigma does not recognize this foul creature as its own and will refuse oh. to heal it. I was going to ask if it was going to count as an ally. Well, I need to heal myself either way, so. <laughs> but, so uh, the squid yeah. now isn't eating you. It's still not going to let you too close to it. But it yeah. definitely um is not as aggressive as it once was. Probably wouldn't put your hand too close to it, though. Uh, for the healing, I got uh, two or three sixes, a five, and a three. So the three I can turn into a five. So I got I heal for five. Awesome. In all this commotion, you can hear something lurching behind you all, especially Liam, as a pile of rocks begins to move and shift, and a mountain of colossal monstrosity unveils itself. A Trogoth has awakened. Bring it on. Just, just as an FYI, Luke, as well, uh, with the Griffhound, it has war cry, a warning cry, so um, uh, we can never be surprised um, yeah. if it's worth calling out. 
Yep. So no one will be surprised. I mean, this thing's making a lot of noise waking up. There is now a Trogoth, and it does not like the Witch Elf being in its squirrel. So we've got a Trogoth, and there's, what, five grots in a different zone. Yep. And then there's this weird squig that's not a friend, not a foe, can't be healed. I, I'm working on it. <laughs> it's a work in progress. It's right. Whip It Wednesdays. I'm going to kill it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if the squig goes down, like, biting it, biting the Trogoth or a grot, I'll be happy. The chat is so excited about this squig. Like... <laughs> Be, yeah. be the people's champion, Luke. Be, be the people's <laughs> champion. Uh, everyone in the chat, please give us a thumbs up if you want the squeak alive. And no, <laughs> we're not petting the Trogoth, Omni. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, it'll now go into the Trogoth's turn. As it enters at initiative one. Alrighty, so it's going to take a brutal swing at the Witch Elf. Bring it. Um, I don't have Mystic Shield anymore, so I'm just no. great. Give me a sec, I need more dice. What? How many dice does something... Is he going to vomit on you? Hang on, I'm looking up Trogoth right now. Uh, they're oh, terrifying. Yeah, Thanks, I, man. I as long as he doesn't... Well, Pet the no. Trogoth with Fireball. Yes, I my, think so. Uh, so far, the only uh, character that's died in my campaign was from a Trogoth. Is the Trogoth seriously superb? Um, <laughs> Liam, Liam screwed. Uh, yeah. So it's going to um try and grab you with its crushing grip. A well, medium or smaller... A medium or smaller creature that suffers damage from this attack is restrained. Uh, you can it can potentially restrain two creatures if it wishes. Okay. So it's going. To... So just quickly, I'm a contortionist, so it says here you have an advantage on a post test when attempting to escape someone's grasp or slip away from them. There is no opposed test. Not for this. Or you can. Try, all right, you can make an opposed test. We'll allow you to make an opposed test on this. So it's yeah. going to go, and so it's going to need 12 dice in total. Come on, Liam, you've got to dodge here. Uh, so it is superb. What is your defense? Great. Well, that's bad for you. Um, go an opposed test. It ain't going to matter. Um, it rolled 12 um, successes. I rolled four successes. Well, it still succeeds by eight. Um, so it's going to do eight points of toughness damage to you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah? Am I dead? Uh, how many wounds do you have? So currently I'm five out of seven toughness, and I have four wounds. So, you're go yeah, you're going to start taking wounds. So you take your first wound. Okay, so I'm on zero toughness. It's a severe wound, right? Yeah. Right. So you're going to be severely wounded. Or, yeah, you said you had how much toughness left? Five, so he's going to be three points into wounds. So it's the second tier of wounds. Yeah. Help me, I'm poor. <laughs> Can I put uh, a grip out? So while he quickly looks that up, we're going so... Ooh, this is bad. 
So on its turn after this now, so if you still are restrained and your friends have not managed to get you out or you've not managed to escape, the Dankhold Trogoth can use an action to crush any restrained creatures dealing five points of damage. So effectively, your friends need to get you out or it's going to kill you. Will Liam, will Liam minus one damage from the light armor? Actually, yeah. So yeah. So it'll only be two point, two wounds then. Okay, cool. Sweet. Um, uh, if it's only two damage, it's only one wound, right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Cool. So the the way wounds work um, is the amount of wounds you take is based on the damage that you take. So if you take, um, I believe it's one to two damage, you take one wound. If you take three or four damage, it's two wounds. And then if you take five or more, it's three wounds. If I memory serves. Yeah. Correct. So he's only going to take. You're only going to take the one wound now. Uh, so your yeah. armor saved you a lot, which is good because five points of damage is uh, going to hurt you next round. So you're not going to die next round now. That's a very important. It it's it's not It has metal, doesn't it? Yeah, so but I'm, uh, I'm. Okay. It's going to use its metal to move into the zone that the other two are in, getting ready for next Hi, round. That Max and Iron. Yeah. So if, if Liam was to cast... Uh, sorry, sorry, if Max was to cast a uh, healing spell, Liam would now get healed because he's in the zone. Correct. But it's also now in combat with all of you. And then last, we've got the five Grots yep. to go as well that are going to come in, seeing their giant Trogoth friend, they're quite uh, empowered by this. And they are going to... Two of them are going to go... Oh, wait... They can't actually hit the flying person, so they're all going to put their attacks in and gang up on the battle mage. Battle mage is flying. Uh, war uh, sorry, sorry, war priest, war priest. Sorry, <laughs> wrong one. The, the wrong, wrong, robed person with a war or battle. <laughs> wrong, not not getting At crushed person. Uh, Unless they're going for the for the doggo for the griffhound. No, no, they're going to go for the 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 man with hammer. Okay. And so you gotta get two. Alrighty, so let's see how this goes. What is your defense, Mr. Battle Mage? Uh bleh. War Priest. Average. Well, that's alright, they're going to go. So they are going to get two successes. Meaning they are going to Oh, wait, I get to roll an extra two dice here. They're going to get three successes, which means they're going to do five points of damage minus your armor. I'm going to take four damage, bringing me down to four toughness. And now we go to the top of the round. Do I get metal back? Yeah, you get one point. Cool, because I... All right. Can I, can I cast a spell twice? Same spell? Yep, there's no yeah, reason yeah, you can't. A... Cool, yeah, I wasn't sure if I was able to cast the same spell twice. Um, fireball. Cool. Fireball. I'm casting two fireballs. Uh, so I'm going to cast oh. two fireballs uh, at the trogs. So I'll use my uh, metal to... You'd also uh, hit the grots as well, because it's the same zone. Meh, they're extra. They're, they're collateral, I think. You should exclude <laughs> the squeak. <laughs> everything, everything but the squeak and your friends i'm so torn here uh no i i don't we 
We um we can't afford it. We can't really can't afford it. Dude, I'm I'm a squeak player. Like this hurts me more than it hurts you. Oh, it's fine. Um, oh, that's why that's why I'm having macro killing them. Um. <laughs> I, I like I like how all the enemies so far are the armies I've collected. Zench, Squigs. Next is Feck. All I mean, it's enough. almost like a, it's almost like I planned this <laughs> to kill Liam. All right, cool. Fireball number one into the, into the zone. Yeah. Um, what do we got here? I only got two. So I only just passed, uh, so no additional uh, damage. So the squig, unfortunately, will fall, as will all the grots, though. The grots are going to be burnt away. Um, uh, the trogoth is unaffected. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then I'll do the second, the second, the second fireball. That's a lot better. Um, so that's four, uh, so that's the pass, so three damage in total. So three in total, so it's going to take three points of damage. Yeah. Minus two, ah, uh, minus his armor. So it's going to take one point of damage. Alright. But are, are all the grots gone? Like yeah, all the grots are gone. It's just the trog. Cool. All right, so cool, cool. All right, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a move and just fly away so I can't be grabbed from said trog. Yep. Um, to answer someone in the chat, so uh, you can use metal every round. Yeah. So it's always advised that you use one point of metal every round, regardless. It's just if you have lots of metal, you only regain one every round as well. So you um, can use them in a big I would also say for priests, um, it's not always worth using the metal because uh, a lot of your prayers are reliant on it. So sometimes you want to stockpile metal for like a big turn. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've only but... got one metal, so I'll just keep burning it. So, cool, that's my move. So fireball, fireball, fly away. Um... Um, so we're going into... Uh... Dralith's turn. So you can make a body might or reflexes test opposed to the Trogoth's body might to try and escape. Yep, let's do that. I'd suggest doing that. Yeah, so I got three body and two reflexes and one because how many dice do I roll? Five? Yep, so it has eight body and two might. So it has ten dice. Ah, okay. I am looking for... You're looking for four. Uh, yeah, opposed, so fours. So I'm a contortionist as well, so do I get any buff on this? Uh, I don't believe contortionist. Oh, we'll give you... You can have one... Do you have an advantage on opposed, opposed test when attempting to escape someone's grasp or slip away? Yeah. So roll your test. Uh, so you'll need three. All, all, yeah, all succeeded. So you need three. So how many is that in total? Uh, five. You managed to escape. Nice one. By this much. <laughs> so yeah, cool. You so managed to line. wriggle free. As the Trogoth is just sort of annoyed that the wizard would even dare cast a fireball at it. You uh, managed to down? wriggle free. Uh, you can spend a point of metal to try and hit it if you wish. Yeah, I think I need to to do some damage back and use Blood Frenzy. Uh, so, um, so I am 
uh, superb. It is great. So you leave. You'll need threes. Yep. So I got five successes. So five yep. damage. Minus two. So it's going to take three points of damage. And then blood frenzy for another five. And so it's going to be the same again. Eats. It is a. Uh, now into Max's turn with Thamesolus. I am going to heal. <laughs> oh, ooh. Uh, I got two twos, two ones, and two fives, so I only heal for two this time. So everyone gets two wounds back. That's uh, that's helpful uh, for Liam. I'm fully healed. And then I guess I'll send spend my medal to do it again. Since I think we're going to need all of the health we can get. That was better. Two sixes, a five, and a three, which I can turn into a five. So four more health. Yeah. So what's important with this for Liam's sake is he doesn't actually get wounds back. He gets toughness back. Yes. So I get a total back. Uh, you got a four plus a two. So six back. Six. Six out of seven. I can take yep. that. Yeah, so you get your toughness back, but if you ever drop that toughness again, you'll start getting wounded from the point you were wounded at. You don't heal the wounds until a long rest. Yeah, gotcha. So they don't go away. So you are still wounded. You're effectively fighting with like a nice big gash in your side or whatever. Or in and, this um, case, probably a couple of cracked ribs. And I'll move, to the, I'll move to the edge of the zone, but not leave the zone. No worries. So the trog is going to go, and well, the witch elf is closest to it. So this time it's decided it doesn't want to play with Pretty Princess anymore. It's instead going to smash her. Cool. So it's going to I'm... use its bowler club. Come on, Liam. Yep. I got... I'm great. It is superb. Drayleth, come on. Well, how many does the room? Uh, nothing for you. It's all the trog now. Yeah. Uh, so it got nine successes. Ouch. Yeah. So it's going to be... What is your armor? One. So you're going to take ten points of damage. So that is going yep, to be so... over by... So how much... It's going to be it's over, over by four, but I reduce it to one because of my armor. Is that what we... Yeah, so it's going to be over by three, so you're going to take three wounds. All right. Three, three wounds? Three Sorry, over... over yeah, three, three... Yeah. So how many wounds so, is that in total when I did a counter? You should have four wounds now taken. Uh, three, because he only took sorry. two damage. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, three, sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> one wound okay, left. Uh, as a, as a GM before, I, I had yeah. It's hard to keep track of the wound conversion from yeah. one wound left, guys. Uh, well, at least it doesn't have any metal now. Oh wait, no, it does. It gained it. Um, it's going to take a swing in the air at the battle mage. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> now he knows how I feel. So. It's going to go. 
Uh, what is your defense? Poor, isn't it? It's bad. Me? How? Yeah. I'm flying. I told you I was All flying. Alright. Oh, right. oh, so it's going to take oh, the War Priest then, because he's the only. I specifically uh, said last turn that I, I was moving <laughs> away. I was like looking at me like, no. <laughs> I was flying away. Uh, that's not good. Uh, what is your defense on the War Priest then? Average. Cool. Oh dear. Um, yep. Yeah, yep. So that's 11. 11 successes? Yeah. 11 damage. Uh, 11 successes. So that, is, that, it, uh, that equals 13. Yep. So I have an armor of 1, so 12, and I have t 9 toughness, so I'm actually only taking 2 wounds. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's uh, that's not bad then. Yeah. How, how wounded is this trog looking? It's about a third down. Not good. Uh, just well, so everyone knows, you you also don't necessarily die once you hit maximum wounds. You Dave. then start making death tests. Yeah, okay. So that's D and D. But the moment we lose you, um... <laughs> <laughs> the moment we lose Liam, we crumble. No, no, Liam, no. You're, you're, <laughs> Liam. <laughs> the moment we lose Max. We're in trouble. <laughs> um, do, do do drops... Do, um, you can't drink drops, can you? Yes, you in can. Currency. You can, okay. And that and what does that do again? I believe it recovers toughness. Liam? Um, Liam? I got potion. And oh, I got do, do, 220 you know drops. Oh. I got 220 drops. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. I got a bottle of acid and three files of basic potion, and I got 220 drops. He's got some basic potion, so that's good. Okay. Does that heal me? Do I get wounds back? Get toughness back. Oh. Wounds generally don't come back until you take a long rest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Top of the order. My turn. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of using my me my metal and casting double arcane bolt because arcane bolt is easier to cast, and uh, it only needs one success as opposed to two successes. So, and now that the grots are gone and this yeah, or, or the grots are gone, we just got one target. I think arcane bolt's the the the, the way to go. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so that's what that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to cast a double arcane bolt. So I'm going for fours. Um, Cool, so I've got... Uh, Alright, so i got... Uh, that's four damage with the with the one altar on on, um, on uh, focus. Yep. And then, and then the second one, uh, that's better. That is one, two, three, four, boost one, five. So four, uh, four damage. So the, the original one plus, yeah. Cool. Uh, he's starting to look a little bit weary now, the trog. Okay. How many wins do you have left? Oh. Oh, sorry, that was five damage, not four damage. That was five damage because that's a that's only a, a success. I only need one for that to cast. Yeah. Cool. And then again, flying away. Um, <laughs> can I? Should, I I should probably use my griffin my griffhound for the first time in the history of the world. So the griffhound's going to go in and go bite its groin. Go for 
I forgot there was a uh, Griffhound. Yeah. Well, I did remind you to attack it. So he has a body. He has a body of two. Um, and the, ta- the attack is average. Uh, its defense is great. So what's that? What am I so going for? Fives. Going for fives. Uh, I rolled a five and a four. Uh, so it's going to do. Yeah, it's going to. Uh, so you got one success. Yep. Um, so the beak and claws is a melee attack. Three d six. One plus S. Yeah, so it's going to do uh, one plus successes, so it's going to do two points. Okay. Uh, so it's actually going to do nothing to the trog. Okay. Yes, we tried. Uh, Liam's gonna um, go for killing the trog. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, but I'm going to be doing great. Um, so, uh, only four successes in that one. Yep. Um, so, yep. And then going for Blood Frenzy again for another four successes. One kept, one missing. No worries. And then we go on to Thamis Solus. Hmm. How wounded does this seem? It's it looking like it's taken a beating, but it's pretty still upbeat. Well, as upbeat as a trog could be. Okay, I... I guess I'm going to heal. Yeah, that's probably best. Yep. Yep, heal. That's good. I got five successes on healing. So, me and Liam recover five health each. Only dropped one there, that's good. Coach Coach still is in the same zone. Oh, it's so, just, he's just I'm, flying. I'm, I'm, I'm also not hit wounded. And um, then okay. I'm going to actually fall back out of the zone. Um, uh, are you going to go back the way you came or forwards? Uh, back the way we came is a tunnel, right? Yeah. Then I'll, uh, go, I'll go into the tunnel. He's out of here. See you later. All just right. you and me, Shadow Hammer. All right. Well, so uh, the trigger. I'm trying to conserve my metal. <laughs> All right, the Trogoff is going to go, and it's going to attack the annoying little thing at its feet no, with, its crush, with its crushing grip. Bye-bye, Shadowhammer, the Griffhound. Um, so what is the Griffhound's defense? Uh, poor. <laughs> what is the Griffhound's wounds? Poor. <laughs> that dash. It has toughness five, wounds dash, armor. So the Trogoff just the Trogoff just simply picks your Griffhound up, it looks at it, and squishes. Uh, I won't need that character shit anymore. See you later, Griffhound. And then it's going to try and attack the annoying witch elf that just keeps stabbing at it. 
for some reason. Heck not. Uh, oh, actually, failed a couple. Oh, only a couple. So it's only going to uh, have seven successes. So minus one, so six successes. Uh, yep. So, so what, what's your toughness? So I'm down to zero again for now, like the fifth time. Um, and I have one wound left. So it's going to... How much toughness did you have left? Five. So you're going to take the wound. So he doesn't have to take... He has to take a death save now. Uh, okay, so yes. what I have to roll. All right, let's double check and pull this up. I've only had remember. this happen one time. Yeah, I can't actually remember. <laughs> we did this a couple of times in playtesting for this. Um, first time I've had to use it in a while. So let's uh, have a look and see whether uh, Liam has to make a death test. Poor Liam. Remember everyone did say. So sorry about this. It's been a long time since I've um, had someone actually have to have this. Normally it's a Stormcast that can take the hits. No. <laughs> But, uh, death test 152. But yeah, so the poor Griffander has been squished, and now we're going to see whether the Witch Elf gets squished as well. Got it. Oh. Uh, right, death test. So, come on. Whenever you start yeah, your turn, wow, so it, you don't have to take it until you start your turn. Gotcha. And we'll get to that when we get there. So, back at the top of the turn, Magro. I think I'll do the same thing that I've been doing, which will be the, the double the double arcane bolt. Um, I think it's the best thing I've got on me. With Obviously with most Hello. metal. What are you going to say? Uh, nothing. Uh, go, to, go for it. Cool. All right, so uh, roll number one uh, is only going to be uh, three damage. Yep. The second one, that's better. And I boost that one up slightly. Um, five damage, the second one. He's starting to sway a bit. He felt those last two arcane bolts hit him hard. And again, I'm flying, so I don't want to be in swinging range. I don't want to be able to be grabbed. I want to be able to be out of there. Right, so the most dangerous wound that Liam took was a serious wound. Uh, it was actually minor, wasn't it? Cause he only no, he took, two, he took two the second time. The second one he took was a... So it goes on Because uh... it's the oh, wound. No. It's oh, yeah, the sorry, wound it's the wound. Yeah. yeah. The last wound that hit, yeah, sorry. So it's this one, but if you get hit again, then you'll be taking on any uh, deadly wounds because everything will just go through. Yeah. Yep. So this one is only at this point. At this point, you've got a difficulty 4-1 test to make. And okay, so what I need to roll. So death test, unique test instead of... Uh, no applicable skills for a death test, though some talents may, and others. So you just need to roll... Uh, your highest stat. Yeah, your highest of your three stats. So whichever one, mind, body, or soul, what is highest? Body and soul tie for three. 
Cool. You need one four plus on them. There are no bonuses or any. Yep, you need a four plus. Uh, I rolled three fives. Cool. So success. So if you succeed at death test, you have managed to cling to life. You are no longer mortally wounded and removes the stunned condition. Your toughness remains at zero and your wound track is still full. So you pretty... uh, you're also stunned, which I don't remember what that does. Uh, so he loses an action. So if you wish to make an action, you have to spend your medal. Okay, right, let's do that. So I'm going to do attack. Four successes. Yep, so you only get the one attack this round because you've got no action. You have to use your medal to make an action. Yeah. Yep. You've used your medal. Yeah. Yep, so I'm using my medal. No, no, you've already... How, many, how much medal do you have? Two. Okay, so yeah, you can make it a second. So now you're permanently going down to going to get a yep, one so I got five. So four and five, so... The Trogoff is really swaying on its feet now. Really felt those last couple of blades digging deep. And we go into Samir Solos's turn. Uh, I'm going to run forward and uh, try to burn him away with the Light of Sigmar. Um, I'm going to spend a medal to use it, um, and then spend a medal to have it ignore armor. Uh, six, five, five, six, and two threes, so I can turn one of those threes into a five. So five damage ignoring armor. And the Trogoth falls. Yes. A loud thud. Liam, make an athletics test. <laughs> yep, radio. Uh, okay, let's be honest, guys. Um, Le uh, Liam's going to die to a falling trog. Uh, so athletics and reflexes, I got one training. If he fails this, he deserves to die. Um. True. Okay, how many dice do I base? What's my base dice roll again? Body plus yeah. your training in athletics. Uh, and athletics. Is it athletics or reflexes or just athletics? Uh, either either or, whichever you got better. All right, five dice it is. Thank you, reflexes. I'm a contortionist. Yeah. Two sixes yeah. and two fours and one three. Cool, you managed to dodge out the way of the falling Trogoth. Just how it should be. Very nice. Very nice. Hack now. And so, with that beast defeated, hmm. I don't you have to see... for a boss fight. <laughs> There's Not one boss more. Fight. <laughs> There's one more I fight to come. I think we need to rest. And so, I think I need to rest. We have one more fight to see out. The passageway opens up and you can now see this vast ant chamber with a pedestal in the middle. And you can hear the voice booming overhead again. Now you shall face my greatest champion. By the way, I, I wasn't joking. I think we seriously should have a rest before we continue. <laughs> I'm like uh, almost, almost dying. <laughs> in case we do not uh, get a chance to rest, I'm going to spend at least twelve seconds recovering everyone's toughness. 
Well, like, I can cast Arcane Barrier to block off the rooms um, to, to have a rest. Um, like, Luke, Luke, is it possible to rest? Yep, if you guys wish to rest. Like, what do you, I uh, how, how are you guys rest. feeling? <laughs> I'm dying. Uh, I've been better. All right, let's, let's rest. I, I think we should rest. Uh, uh, the dog's dead. Yeah, the, the, the dog's clearly not coming back from a sleep. Uh, um, you could use it as soup. Um, I'm good. Unless, can I heal from that soup? <laughs> Bathe in its blood. Uh, Mago, do you wish to make an attack of opportunity as he tries to do so? Um, <laughs> uh, if, if anyone does have medicine, I come with a healing kit, despite the fact that medicine is based on mind. And I, I also come with one mind which I found to be an interesting choice. I have some chalk. I have some potion. So, All right. Just for people who are listening, right? So someone in the party is on a lot of black dots at the moment. A lot. Um, when I say a lot, I mean they're all full. So yes, we want to rest. I... Let's, let's, let's rest. Let's yes, rest. So rest. Now, how do I get my fall back? Uh, you... A long rest. Yeah, we a very long rest because you get one back per day. Ten minutes? No. Oh, no. Can... Toughness, you get all of your toughness back with a ten-minute rest. But I think it's one back per day for wounds. Okay, so we can't rest for like four days. No, the, I'm okay. pretty sure the uh, whatever is uh, telling you to to complete this trial is not going to let that happen. No, so we can we can rest for ten minutes and then we'll continue. Okay. On. While we're actually go, talking about uh, how how, many, how many how many aqua granis did you say you had, Liam? How many what? How many of the currency did you say you have? Two hundred fifty. You can drink two of them. Each one will recover one wound track one dot on the wound track uh or just sorry two orbs the uh a hundred of them will recover one wound so you can get two wounds back yeah i, done. I, I am also going to chug mine because it so if you chug the it, it uh restores one toughness or no it re removes one a sphere restores all toughness removes all conditions and allows you to clear one space on the wound track i'm actually not going to drink mine i'll just wait and hopefully not die can I give a hundred to Liam so Liam can uh, heal up another dot? Yep, sure. Liam, I'm giving you a hundred, so that's another dot gone. So three wounds, three wounds back. Cool. I'm actually getting a drink. That's the beer back. Cool. That's all right. He's he's, he's completely role playing this. <laughs> yeah, I all guess right, I, so... I will. I will use this rest moment to use the restroom really quick, and I'll be right back as well. And we'll get into the last fight. So we'll finish Whoa. it with this one. What are we going to do? How are we, how are we handling this? Um, this has been good so far. I, I might I might take this opportunity to chat with you, Luke. Um, this yep. has been good. Well, uh, I, for, 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 again, I've I played D&D, 2nd Ed, 3rd, 3.5, Pathfinder, 5th. Um, this is good. This is easy to pick up. You kind of get the... You get used to the mechanics and uh, the DN tests and uh, the skills checks and the pooling, but um, I think as a D&D player, I feel like it's um, it's friendly to new players and it's and it's it's 
quite easy to transition. Um, yeah, I think that's probably one of like the biggest things about the whole system is that it is just such a very simple system at its core. With the one way to roll a test, there's no real like learning curve. Once you know how to roll a test, you you can do anything. Yeah, I, I think it'll just be slowly learning the um, the the attack DNs and just you know um, obviously once you do more combat, you you get easy to understand you know extraordinary versus good and the mechanics. Yeah. Um, that ladder, if there's one thing you should print out and have in front of you when you're running a game, it's a ladder. Good um, no, that was easy. Um, Liam, how are you but, finding this, by the way, just while we wait for, um, for um, Max? I find it quite simple and easy. Um, I do like how it's D6s um, compared to, like, D&D, where I know it's, like, D20s and other D stuff. So I think it's... I have, like, a whole bag full of D20s. So I think the system is super simple and stuff, and like Having especially like super cool. yeah, super cool D sixes. <laughs> I got my wits of magic. I, I trust this one. Oh, I got a dweller. We all know. Oh, no wonder why you've been almost dying. Um, maybe uh, I should. Maybe I should just start rolling ultramarine dice, and then I'll really kill everyone. Nah, I'm good. I'm really good. I'm fine. I'm all right, good. boss fight. Um, let's get into this. Let's let's go. All right, uh, let's wrap this. Up. Before we get started, really quick, did the question about uh, what, how much a sphere is worth get answered? Uh, no. Uh, so a sphere is generally a hundred drops, I believe. Is it not? Of yeah, it's, it's yeah. hundred drops. Uh, it's it's a fair amount. Like yeah. uh, to use the sphere isn't something. Like if you were doing a long form campaign, you would not want to be chugging them. Yeah, like uh, in a long term campaign. It's really something you want to be keeping because, uh, yeah, they're effectively like a dollar each is roughly what I see them sort of equating to. Um, so it's, you know, this is like a copper piece is one of these drops. And effectively it's trying to represent that uh, water is rare in Akshi, so um, especially pure water. Because it's from Gairan, the, the, that water. Yeah, yeah, it's, it comes from Hammerhall, or Hammerhall yeah, Gira. Okay. All right. So, all right. So you enter into this ant chamber, and there you can see amassed before you is just a single character, a shaman atop a floating disc, bestial features atop on his face, and feathers pointing out of his back. Now you shall fight my greatest champion. You hear the booming voice. Meet your doom, and he will get to go first. So he's at initiative step seven. Oh snap! He can also fly, so that should I uh, deal with anyone doing that? Um, I feel targeted. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he read the character sheets because I know what I'm doing. No, no, no. We're just making Mega kill all these armies. Um. <laughs> Alright, so. You are all in the same zone as this creature. Or this. We know what it is. It's a Zangor Shaman. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to use his spell, Bune of Mutation. 
Yep. So. He's got mine of five. Yeah, so he gets to roll. How far How far away is his angle shaman? He's in your zone. So he's probably about... Damn it. Okay, it's not what I wanted. I wanted to try to, I wanted to, try to unbind the spell, but it says... Um, uh, when you see a creature within... within Oh, within long range cast a yeah, spell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can try. So he's going to try and cast a spell as you see him waving his hands and getting ready. Um, so he's got a 5-3 test to make. Of which he just succeeds. So are you going to try and dispel? Yeah, I'm going to try to unbind it. Yep. Um, so what do I need to do? So I, I, I spend a point of uh, metal to unbind it. Um, it requires a mind test, so a channeling test. Um, the difficulty of the test is equal to the difficulty of the spell, and the complexity is equal to the total successes that uh, the caster achieved. So 5-3. So it literally will turn into 5-3, yeah. Uh, 5-3. Okay, so yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll roll the same amount of dice that I have been to cast. So it's six dice. Yep. And I'm trying to get three fives. Yep. Uh, cool, okay. Uh, no. No. Uh, for note, who was the first to enter the room? Probably Liam. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be me, I'm not walking out... Uh, My character is a leader, or a follower, not a leader. So you're going to take one point of toughness damage. Cool. And then he's going to... Um, we won't do anything else this game. Well, this turn. Go... Coach. Magro. Magro. Uh, so I was just trying to see a particular spell. That's fine. Um, is it just the Zangor at the moment that we're seeing? Just the Zangor Shaman. Shaman. Okay, so uh, I might try to cast uh, Mystic Shield. Oh. No, I'm going to cast... I'm going to cast... Yeah, I'm going to cast Mystic Shield on Liam. Uh, 5-1, uh, yep, I've got, uh, Liam, you've got Mystic Shield for three rounds. Sweet. So unless, I am... Unless, unless the, uh, there's an unbind coming, Luke. Yeah, we're going to try, because he can. So, uh, what's your t spell score? What's the... Uh, so, there, so uh, what was the result? Yeah. Uh, I got three successes. And then the difficulty rating for your spell were for uh, Mystic Shield? 5-1. Five, five, so five. So, so I need fives, but I need three of them. So I need to equal. Um, no, it goes off. Cool. So I, and I think because I've, I've, I've got unbreak. I've got uh, one of the talents is unbreakable spells, which I think gives me plus one to a challenge. So yeah. So so definitely no then. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. My turn. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to run up and try and jump and do some slashes because you're flying, is that correct? Yeah. He's not particularly flying high at this moment, though. He's just sort of hovering. Hovering. Yeah, so I'm just going to fly and try and jump and do some slashes. So I am currently great. What is your defense? 
Uh, his defense is good. Cool. So I am looking at threes. And I got four successes. Cool. Um, so he's going to take two points of toughness damage. Yep. And then I'm just going to do uh, Blood Frenzy. And that is a five damage. Cool. And then I'm going to spend one metal and go for it again. Awesome. And that's again five damage. Samir, your turn. Um, I'm going to step forward and uh, say that his god is nothing compared to Sigmar. Um, and I will use Light of Sigmar on him and I will spend the uh, metal to have it ignore armor. Um, and because we have Soulfire and we should use it, I will spend Soulfire to max out the results. If that's yep. with everyone else. Okay, so the, there's a thing with Soulfire where you have to ask to use it. And if players say no, then it increases the doom and makes things worse. Yeah. So, so what? This won't really matter in a long in a one shot, but um, yeah, increasing doom is really bad. It effectively imagine playing a game on easy mode, and every time you increase doom, it ups the mode of the game. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, letting it go too wild, all of a sudden you're playing in epic mode, and instead of Back before, instead of five Grots appearing, it's actually five Trogoths appear. Why? Why would I not consent to him? Um, like character-wise, yeah. him doing right, it for selfish, okay. re him doing it for selfish reasons, um, or you're unconscious because it has to be willing consent. There's actually an interesting sort of thing of if a player uses it, either you're not together, so there's no way. If you guys weren't together, there's no way for him to actually ask for your power. It, Imagine it like the whole Captain Planet sort of thing where everyone gives all their rings to Captain Planet and he uses the power, but he actually loses out on the power if they can't see him. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. If that makes not... sense. Also, sometimes uh, I have two different followers. So I have, in my campaign, I have a follower of one god and a follower of another god, and sometimes they get into conflict. Yeah. Right. So both narrative and definitely when the party splits, you can't, like, you're going to be... Um, so, like yeah. Liam, Liam, for example, could get a little bit salty there. We're not talking about Kane, for example. Um, yeah. If this was more of a long-term kind of thing, but yeah. If I if I keep pulling the soul fire for Sigmar, then because he's a follower of Kane, he might be like, "Yo." <laughs> and like as a GM, I could pull strings on that as well. If Liam all of a sudden keeps saying yes, well, maybe Kane doesn't love him anymore. Yeah. Mm. Like well, it gives you the GM. Yeah, that, makes, that makes sense. My character background is that I'm doing this because Marathi told me to help Sigmar out. Yeah, well, then you, you would agree. But, like, even at that point, like, if you keep giving your soul for Sigmar, your character would eventually feel more for Sigmar because you are literally giving your soul. Ah, mm. uh, gotcha, cool. It, it's it's a pretty cool, I feel like, thematic tool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so maybe for, like, example's sakes, uh, Anthony says yes and I say no. He can choose to just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, let's just say, 
let's just say for like if since we're just introducing people maybe we should show an example like me saying like hey no i'm here for kane yeah and then he it, like it doesn't change the test in any way he just says i'm doing it anyway in which case i okay, would cool. not do it because of my characters that's doom he's not gonna well he not just because of doom but because like as a character it's not it's not in soul anyway. okay okay right yeah. cool it's it's a really interesting mechanic and definitely um if you watch some of the longer playing campaigns that'll be happening around the place you'll find a lot more use of it yeah, yeah cool. uh cool. do you want i i can roll this out if that's better yeah let's roll it out let's go go for all right it. uh oh well that was still really good uh six six five five four one so five damage ignoring armor oh wow um so that's gonna be she's gonna take a wound and by i do mean a wound yes uh yeah more powerful enemies can have wounds just like we do yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. and so generally that's a very different split so the trogoth never had wounds but that's because he's not a hero generally it's the hero variations that will have wounds so things like his angle shaman will have probably a decent toughness but nothing like insane like the trogoth so for instance the trogoth was actually 24 toughness but Let's just say, guys i'm glad i'm glad we're not fighting a freaking keeper of secrets yes <laughs> those things are horrendous the greater daemons are nuts but let's get into this and we can talk yep. all about this when we're done yeah because uh yep. we started wounding him uh so it goes back to his initiative order after that unless you've got any uh metal to spend nope that can i, costs can, both can I just ask really quickly when when do you get metal back is it your turn or is it the top at of the, the end of the time uh, at the end of, oh, at the end of the turn cool okay. sorry yeah beginning sorry yeah beginning of the round yeah okay cool thanks uh beginning of the turn right yeah your the turn. No, yeah. Yeah, your turn, sorry. Yes. Your turn. Everyone gets okay. it at there. So you don't get it until it's back to you. But you should okay. still have two because you only took one action on your team. No, I've only got one medal. No, you um, yeah, yeah, only got one. 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 It's yeah, you yeah, two yeah. that were two. Yeah. Liam spent all of his medal, though. Liam's back to regenerating one now because of the, yeah. the Trogoff fight. Yeah, and I spent all of mine. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, so I, spent, I, I, spent, I, I spent mine before my turn. Because right. I I tried so, it, I tried to unbind. So when I went to my hero, my turn, I got my medal back, and I didn't use it. Cool. I, I just so, want to know: Can I unbind yeah. this spell that's coming? Yes. Uh, All yeah. right. Yes. Another another quick question, Luke. Since we had a rest, do you get medal back? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, you would have, because yeah, you would have yeah, gained your cool. medal back. Medal, uh, medal. Uh, I'm actually back to two, and yeah. then yeah, cool, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Metal pretty much regains fight, every fight. Yeah. Or every setting, because metal doesn't need to be used for fight. I mean, the easiest way to show an RPG is playing fights. That's why we're doing fights. Yep. Yep. All right, bring uh, it on, Zango. What do you got for all us? All right, so he's going to try and use his Boon of Mutation spell again. This, this time, going for the other wizard that seems to be trying to stop his magic. I'm going to show you who the greatest sorcerer is. No deal. Ooh. Uh, so he got five successes. Okay, so... I don't like this. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> no. Um, oh. So that is going to be... Five points of damage ignoring armor. 
so when you say damage, you're talking about toughness. Oh, sorry. Toughness, sorry. Yep, toughness. Cool. Cool. So seven goes to two. He's then going to use his metal to uh, sw- get his disc to try and eat you out the air. <laughs> it's a sky fire. So, uh, what is your defense? I don't consent to this attack. <laughs> uh, my defense is poor. Can I? It's a good thing he doesn't understand your language. Um, can, can, can I use reflexes or anything? No, so poor. Well, the disc is only uh, average. So, however, with that, so he's going to get four attacks through. So it's going to be six points of uh, damage. So that's going to remove your toughness. And so actually, do, I, do I minus one from the arm for that one? Yeah, so it's going to put three points of damage after toughness is removed. So, I, so I've got armor of one. I've still got two toughness. So you're going to remove all those, and then you're going to take three more points after that. Which right, so is a moderate wound, which is going to be two damage. Or two yeah. wounds off your wound track. All right, so yeah. I've got two left. And now it's into your turn to make some retribution. Burn him. Burn him. I mean, I could try. Um, I can try, but... Or missile him. Which well, I'm going to totally, totally die next round. Um, I have two wounds left. So you might as well try and kill it. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my metal and do a double arcane bolt. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, he's going to try and stop one of them. All right, well, the first one... Oh, wait, uh, no, he can't. He can't. He's got no he metal, can't. so no. Yeah. Sorry, I used my metal. Knew there was a reason uh, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so four damage from the first one. Uh, so it's going to go. Oh, so that's still a moderate wound at four, isn't it? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's good. you need to do another moderate wound. Cool. Uh, jokes on you. I need five. And so you blast this thing out with two arc- well-placed arcane bolts. The champion of falls from his disc champion dead on the ground. We killed him. And all of a sudden, you all feel this dizziness yeah. coming about you. And that's the last thing you remember. You wake up in the middle of a desert. And that's it. You recognize the sands and you can see the city of Hammerhall actually in the distance. In the distance. What? You passed the trial. For now. We win. Praise Sigmar. And Kane. <laughs> I mean, Kane did nothing. In that. Well done. You have passed the trial in tribulations of uh, something or someone. For now. Oh, that's what I forgot to do. Yep. What was that? Oh, that was good. I, that was good. That was that. Was, that was... I, I was gonna say I should have. I should have gotten the name of the the leader guy. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is your name? What is your quest? What is your favorite color? Uh, no, that was good for for a first shot. Obviously, Luke, you know, thank you very much for yeah. for running that for us. Um, and this was obviously set up in, in such a way that it was a, just a one shot, one opportunity to kind of run and explore the game and um, get a feel of the mechanics, um, get a feel of you know the the rules and the character sheet and the interaction in the game. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Liam, Max, how did how did you yeah, guys find it? That was good. I had a blast. It was so much fun. This is, this is my first time being on the um, player side, and I think it's really cool. Um, Drogos are OP. Just gonna put that out there. Like, not cool. They are very scary. Yeah, they are r ridiculously scary. I mean, the idea of this is to really just show off the system more than anything and show off, like, what things can do. That's why I know, like, you can do a lot more than just combat, but combat does show off a system very well. At its core, especially yeah. something like this, where the system is the same. Like, yeah. if you're out of combat, yeah. it's just using non-combat skills. And to show off, it's not quite as explosive. Let's say that. Yeah, I, I try. I tried yeah. to. I tried to show off some of the non-combat stuff with the squig because I figured that would be a good opportunity to. Yeah. It's like some amount of the social stuff. And I think yeah. I think that's the that's the one thing that's awesome about this is that. You can go role play. You could go role play heavy and um, not 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 lose any benefits because it's not based around like again like Dungeons and Dragons. Again, this is my reference point. Um, I'm not reliant solely on, ex on on killing things and gaining experience to level up. So you absolutely can be doing a whole bunch of role playing and a whole bunch of like exploring the mortal realms. You can do these dungeon crawls and you can do you know go murder hobo and start doing combats. Or you can do something in the middle. Um, um, so that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I think the somewhere in the middle is probably always best. I mean, with this one especially, I think combat just does a lot for the game. But combat doesn't necessarily have to be fighting. Um, there's a lot to be said for like social combat in the game, which is a really interesting sort of dynamic to play out. But the system is just so simple. I mean, effectively... Liam is entirely new to this sort of thing entirely. Um, so it was we had to follow. Uh, yeah, and that that's it. You were picking up stuff. You were realizing what you were having to do in one session. Like within the first few tests, you were you got the knack of it pretty quick. Yeah, I know, Magro. Um, this is like your first time playing like th this particular game, but you're no novice when it comes to uh, role play games. No, and I think that's that's what makes um, this session quite interesting, at least for me, is that you've got a combination of people who have done uh, role-playing games before, some people who have never had experience before. And I think uh, anyone listening to this show um, probably felt it was quite smooth. Um, and you probably couldn't tell the difference between Mac, Liam, and I. So it just shows that anyone could probably pick up this game. Um, you could absolutely have fun. You don't need a whole bunch of experience to do this game. Um, building the character sheets were quite simple as well. It wasn't a hard task, and I think the book was quite uh, prescriptive in most in most cases. And um, this community seems to be growing larger and larger, so more people are willing to share their advice and their thoughts on you know how how uh, training versus focus works, and you know different parts of the game. Uh, one thing I will say, um, the book layout can be a little confusing, um, but the uh, con there uh, the PDF has a really really good um, 
bookmarks tab. So I definitely recommend using that if you end up picking it up. I was using yeah. that throughout the whole entire time. <laughs> yeah, index is really well uh, sourced as well at the end. It's a really great index to help the book as well. Yep. Um, Luke, any uh, Luke, any observations from your side as a GM, um, or uh, any any thoughts for someone who's listening and, and thinking about uh, either running their own game or playing in their first game? Um, yeah, so a little bit about me. I am the sort of person that's a forever GM. I'm the guy that buys the books and runs the games all the time. I enjoy GMing. So this is coming from the point of someone who actually likes to be on this side of the table. Um, I do find, though, theater of the mind games or games that just allow so much free flowing and uh anything can happen in this sort of game like there's no oh you can't do that because you haven't got this skill you can't try that or we shouldn't do that this game has an answer for pretty much anything and you can allow your players to do pretty much anything and you should always let your players do anything they want because at the end of the day it's not a game against anyone when you're playing these sort of things you're playing together a GM as much a player as anyone else. I'm telling a story as much as anyone else is. And I think this game really just helps you enable to do that with your players because they can say, I'm going to do this, and there's bound to be something you can use to do that thing. One, one thing I can say from the GM side too, um, I, I uh, for a longer campaign, it wasn't uh, showcasing this as much because obviously a one-shot, but... Um, the party dynamics and the way the like doom and soulfire thing work um if you have a group that's really into role play um and they have differing goals and things um it can actually be a lot of fun um with uh as a dm you can throw in things that because the party's not going to break up or attack each other because um that with the soulbound thing um and even if they're stormcast the stormcasts aren't going to go against sigmar and you know bash start bashing people um, but the uh, the fact that sometimes people's goals are at odds um, can really, but the group doesn't need to break up because they're at odds. Yeah, yeah. I think that as the core mechanic, this that's what's really interesting about this game as a core mechanic. Having a narrative for why the party is together as a core mechanic is really interesting and pretty pretty uncommon. I mean, most of the time in D and D, you get the stereotypical sort of you meet in a bar. Um, in this, like, you've not met in a bar, like, you've literally met in a particular location, you've been bonded together by the soul, by your very existence, because let's not forget in Age of Sigma, like, the soul is the most important and precious resource in all of the mortal realms. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, it, it's really cool to have that to play with, both as a GM and players. Like, straight away, your story is already told. You don't need to have anything more than where a group of people who are soulbound together by Sigma, and you can explore why during your campaign, or you can have it fully fleshed out of, like, we were bound together because of some heroic deed we did together. And we've got, you know, there's a whole bunch of interesting characters. You could play uh, something human, you could play something Dwarden, you could play something elf, whether it's, you know, uh, Deepkin, whether it's Sylvaneth, whether it's, you know... Um, Scourge Privateer. You've got Scourge Privateers. You've got Caradron Overlords. Um, and, you know, it gets to a point where you could, you know, Vince, Vince Ventrell is running around in his campaign playing a Skaven, a Stormcast, not Stormcast, like a Sigma-inspired uh, um, Skaven, like a clan rat. So, you know, the world is your rural oyster, depending on how you want to link people together through a soulbound story. 
Um, and you know, if you, if you are interested as we kind of wrap up this show, um, there are a whole bunch of people out there running campaigns, you know, a couple, a couple I'll just throw, you know, shout outs to obviously Luke Cinder gaming, uh, is certainly running one, which, um, you've run a couple of episodes now, you've got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. You know, you've got the likes of, uh, the, on, on the honest war gamer, they're doing, you know, soul, soul bound and down. Um, that's another good one. You know, Mr. Mephisto is doing one on his, um, you know, type Mortal in Soulbound. Mortal Realms as well. Mo- Mo- Mortal Realms. I wasn't going to say Mortal Realms just yet. I don't know if they kicked it off no. yet, but it's certainly coming. Yeah. Um, I know it's coming, but I, I didn't know if they had their first session yet. But long story short, there's a lot of ways. So whether you're interested in playing, go check out those guys. There's a whole bunch of um, shows. Uh, Max, are you going to say something? Oh, I, I was just going to say, I'm also running one on your Discord. Um I, it's not, or we're not doing a video or anything with it, but, um, uh, yeah, if people have questions, um, I'm happy to answer them. Uh, um, probably last one for me to shout out, uh, Lady Foxfire, another one of fellow playtesters. She's running one on her own YouTube and Twitch channel. Um, and also she's the one who runs the discord for Age of Sigma Soulbound. There's a specific discord for the Age of Sigma Soulbound community. Don't know what that was. Um, the specific one so you can go on the age of sigma soulbound facebook group and you should be able to find a link to the discord on there which will help you find games as well and that was gonna be my other point is that if you're struggling to find somewhere to play again we've just demonstrated you can do it online um you don't have to be physically uh you know with each other but whether you're going on discord um actually call that my discord i'm sure there's plenty of discords the mortal realms they are the specific one for Soulbound. Um, there is a place for you to play. Uh, if you are interested in buying the book, it is quite, uh, I think, quite cheap. Um, in the channel description, there is the official link to go to the website for Cubicle 7. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. Um, any final thoughts? Again, I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm definitely keen to, to play more. I enjoyed that character, but I'm also interested in exploring other characters. Um, I had fun. I'd certainly like to play more of a role-play based game next maybe explore yeah. one of the cities or you know go on a quest to bright spear or do something in Akshi. but max any any final thoughts any closing comments that you'd like to make about soulbound uh mostly just if you if you think it looks like fun i definitely recommend checking it out um if you have questions you could there's as everyone was saying there's lots of people who are starting to get into it and have lots of uh good information um and yeah do you, if if it, I definitely say try it if it seems like it's up your alley. Liam. I had so much fun, like probably going to hit up my gaming group to see if everyone's keen to do something more with it. Like when it came out, we had um, my gaming group, we have Ash McEwen, who was also a playtester alongside with Luke. Um, so he'll probably, he's, when we talked about doing D&D early or late last year, um, we were going to get Sam to be, DM, but now uh, Ash wanted to practice being a DM for Soulbound, so I think he might put his hand up for that, which would be good. So pretty awesome. keen. Luke, any closing comments? Um, yeah, definitely have a look at the books because there is a fantastic uh, limited edition that will continue to be on sale until they close pre-orders. Um, so you're not missing out, but definitely keep an eye on it. If they announce they're closing pre-orders soon, that's when the limited edition will disappear because it it's stunning that limited edition book um, yeah, i couldn't help myself i picked up one also probably my last thoughts is definitely um 
on the Twitters. Definitely go give at uh, Imitation a search. He's the main sort of author or the lead, at least the, the face of it. Um, and he's a really great guy. You'll be able to chat to him. He's more than happy to answer questions. And on my own Twitter, at Dadahamaneo, you'll be able to find in my feed, I shared a bunch of the Twitters of the artists who did all the artwork. Because there's, if there's one thing that is perfection in this book, it is artwork. Yes. Yeah, it, it is a good book. I'd highly recommend buying it, if nothing more, for the lore and the stories and the imagery. Um, that's why I bought it. I thought I, if I ever played a game, that would be a bonus, but I certainly bought it for the lore. Oh. Um, the, my closing comment is go give it a try. Um, the other comment I'd make is that Akshi is just one of the realms of Explored. They've already said that they're going to explore other realms and other cityscapes. So um, if, if, if Akshi is not your jam and you want to explore um, Shaiish or another realm... One, do it yourself, or two, we know there's going to be campaign books and other supporting materials to explore the mortal realms. But from what I've seen in Akshi, I absolutely love this book. Uh, it has heavily influenced my um, my upcoming Gargut's army. Um, and, um, yeah, it, it's um, I'm actually now keen to play again. Um, and I hope everyone in, who watched this or listened to this um, feels a bit more comfortable and confident and we got to show off some of the mechanics of the game Um so now you can kind of see how they all place together. And again, all of our Twitters are in the channel description as always. So if you have any questions, feel free to hit us up on Twitter. We're happy to answer yourself or point you to someone else who might be able to answer. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, if that's it, guys, uh, well, let's wrap up the show. Enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you enjoy Soulbound because I certainly did. Max, Liam, Luke, thank you again. Thank you. Ciao. G'day. I hope you enjoyed that video and you're left with some new ideas. One of the biggest ways you can contribute to AOS Coach is by liking the video you just watched and leaving a comment in the comment section. This lets YouTube know this is a good video and it should recommend it to other hobbyists. If you'd also like to support the channel even further like these bloody legends, go check out AOS Coach on Patreon. Otherwise, don't forget your triumph.